Unless this is All right. Bad. This is the beginning. Oh, it just came in time. Painkiller already, episode 204, the Halloween edition. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. So, so, so uh, um Taylor, what who is are you? everyone Yeah, let's uh what is everyone dressed as? <laughs> Taylor, you are I'm a spooky skeleton. All right. Kitty, you are um, five years time after having to deal with that. On the <laughs> <other screen. laughs> awesome. Maybe next year. Kyle is a cloud. I can't see him at all. I am um, James Tiberius Kirk, uh, captain of the USS Enterprise, serial number one seven zero one. Turn the settings down on your smoke machine. That's this ludicrous. is the lowest setting. <laughs> I'm Clark Kent. For like stages, then, this not for you to set your feet. This is the one for interiors. The exterior setting was much worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, dude! I want to see the yeah. exterior setting now. I'm just and, uh, and Kyle, what's the explanation of the the pairing between the smoke machine and Captain well, Kirk? Well, I, I, you know, I I like to uh, you know buy little props for the show. And, uh, you know, like the potato gun, and I bought that bow, I got that bow and arrow, that's partially for this, and, and what else have I got? Um, the helium tanks and stuff like that. So when I saw Fog Machine, I was actually going through, like, the Halloween section of uh, Amazon, and I saw Fog Machines, and I was like, yes, I need a Fog Machine. And I was thinking maybe I could use, use this in some Russia videos, too, maybe get some fog going, do some nighttime stuff, that'd be fun with some lights. So I bought myself a Fog Machine to deal with it. <laughs> there you hey, go. Look. Make make oh, a good use of the Patreon money. That's uh, that's I am making good use of the Patreon money. Taylor, I will say I like your costume. Very high effort, Woody. You. Yours is classic. I love yours. <laughs> I will say that I I think if Merkit were wearing it, it would be even more fitting because <laughs> he kind of has that Superman hairdo from time to time. He does. But, um, yeah, I had a hard time pulling it off. It actually took you me make a little a good while. Clark Kent, though. You you got it going on. I, yeah. I see. I just noticed your hair. I just noticed the little doo-wop hair thing. Okay, I changed my mind. You pulled that off. That's good. <laughs> now, right. if you went as far as like getting a small hair extension and then breaking it down, then, <laughs> you like, know, I had been uh, I'd, I'd been mulling over getting it cut, and I I lengthened it just for the show. I I, I, I skipped the haircut. This is as long as my hair gets, and uh, and and going. Grandma Sandy, I've got to say, <laughs> you really like like I saw you earlier like that. It's really disturbing. Um, the, the glasses, I think, really set like it the, off nicely. Do you like the haircut, love? Do you think it's good? Oh, it's great. You you strike me as a Mabel. I got a nice little blue rinse down at the salon. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It totally works. It's um, good. But yeah, total, totally a fun use of the Patreon money. Keeping my keeping my basement smoked out. Um, and I, I think I'm going to get some more props for PKN. Like, I think I'm going to do a thing on PKN where we get some like real guns involved. I don't know where we'll do it, but like, I think it'd be fun to, to do some like, uh, actual like, stuff on PKN. So for $10 a month, if you want to join the Patreon, you get uh, video access to the PKN. That's a whole new thing we added. And uh, I got some cool ideas to make it more interesting. I just got to make them happen like my fog machine. God damn it! <laughs> And then uh, on that note, so another thing that Patreon members get is uh, early access to PKA, <laughs> and it's especially early this week. It's Tuesday as we record this. I don't know if we're going to make it available on Tuesday or Wednesday or what we're going to do, but uh, the, you guys get early access to PKA before the Saturday go live on my YouTube channel. So uh, thank you, Patreon members. We love you. We appreciate you. Yes, of course. Should I keep these candles? Do they add to a spooky aesthetic? Or please, are they keep it. Yeah, no, please keep, keep the candles. Yeah. Your, uh, your, your lady friend made that happen for you? 
Yes, yes, she did it. I was not capable of doing this myself. Well, good on her. Um, that, that's pretty damn good. We, we, we appreciate... God damn it! Who's the I have... You Only took her like 25 minutes, half an hour. <laughs> I, have. I think at this point, Kyle could say the most serious shit in the world, but everyone would still be cracking up just because of the... <laughs> I have a candle here. You probably can't see it. And up here, I have a spider web. So... Uh, we really went all out here at the Woodworth House. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you made your costume on the way into the basement. Like, oh, fuck. What day is it? <laughs> I like I, I Just, like that costume. That's, I, I've seen that done before, and I like it. I uh, It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does look good. It beat out Businessman in the Wind. That was another one that was on our list of possible costumes. But. You could have gotten uh, like a Ray Rice jersey and drug a blow-up doll around. Uh, that's kind of, I went to Walmart kind of right by now. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that post. It's creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> um, oh, did, did we have a first topic? Or do you want me to bring in Pornstar.com? I have several topics. Um, let's see. Do you want to talk about the, uh, the Gulf oil spill? That's, that's uplifting. Do you want to talk about some extreme porn? Or do you want to talk about uh, deadly puffer fish dinner paralyzing people? Hmm. Uh, I'd like to hear about idiots eating venomous animals. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> All right, uh, tell us about idiots eating venomous animals. <clears throat> okay, so let's see here. Family. Here's the title. Title of the article here: Family supper of deadly pufferfish leaves eleven paralyzed and fighting for life. Uh, eleven members of the same family were seriously ill today after unwittingly cooking up the world's deadliest fish for their supper. The Souza family from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil fried and served up a puffer fish they had been given by a friend who had returned from a day's sea fishing. A friend. The puffer fish <laughs> a toxin 1,200 times more lethal than cyanide, a drop of which can kill within 24 hours. Seconds after taking their first bite, all began to vomit. Before losing the feeling... Seconds? <laughs> Seconds after taking their first bite. Wait, they did they all, all eat in unison? Because otherwise, yeah, you think <laughs> dinner, like, like one person know? would eat it, vomit. You know, I imagine. I, here's a, here's how I picture it going down. Right, this is how they eat in unison. They all bow their heads, they pray, they thank God for their food, and then they take their first bite. Ten <laughs> seconds later, they're all vomiting. It's exactly. funny to picture them sitting around like. I don't want to try it, Dad. We're having a family try new things evening. Come on. <laughs> Everybody at the same time. Larry, the same how sun-blistered <laughs> sun -blistered Larry was. He fished all day for your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so seconds after they took their first bites, they all began to vomit. Shortly before losing the feeling in their face, arms, and legs. Most of the victims, which include four children aged three to five, were oh. totally paralyzed before they could reach a car that could get them to a hospital. Um, it looks like um, Christina Souza, whose husband, Jose Augusto, aged 41, ate the fish, said she had called her extended family living nearby for what she thought would be a delicious fish feast on Wednesday evening. She told Brazil's RJTV, quote, the fish looked so nasty. Oh, excuse me. I said, I could see the fish, and in my head it made me say nasty, because I'll, I'll give you a link, and it looks disgusting. Um, the fish looked so tasty, so we invited the whole family. We fried <laughs> it, and everyone tucked in. My husband was the first to say he couldn't feel his tongue. Then his face, <laughs> then his arms, then his legs went dead, and he couldn't stand anymore. It was terrifying. 
My Give brother me another bite of that. I can't feed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just another minor stroke. I'm loving Marcus' costume. <laughs> My brother-in-law was the same. He didn't make it out. He didn't even make it at the door. We had to carry them and rush them in a ho to the hospital in a car. Um, wow, this is awful. Let me let me let me get you a link here so you can see just how disgusting this thing that she thought looked quite tasty uh, is. It looks awful. And I like sushi. You can't have known it was like a puffer fish because everybody knows that those things. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I know what they look like. like a... I didn't know you couldn't eat a puffer fish. Yeah, that's like that a fun... to be prepped completely, like, properly to not kill you. Like, oh, I, they I... actually say. Um, the grandmother said, quote, we had no idea it was puffer fish. They're all in crit... Um, end quote. They're all in critical condition. My grandson, my granddaughter, my, my son-in-law, they are mm. all in the hospital. We're praying for a miracle. That fish looks wow, like this a condom full of sand that someone is just hanging. Just look at the nasty shape of that. You just packed uh, a condom of sand and just let it it's hang. It's disgusting. Like, it doesn't even look like it has a shape. It's just an amorphous blob. All food looks disgusting to me. Really? <laughs> All okay, food looks for disgusting. example, like I, I was looking at venison lately, right? And I, I almost forget how close my food is to a live animal sometimes. Like it... You, you see, like steak or something, but it just chopped off a like a skinned cow, which is a cow. Like it, it I'm only two steps away from the thing being an animal, and it's kind of gross when I think about that. It, it when I realize that, like, oh, if you just kill a chicken, rip its skin off, that's the thing that I eat. It, they're all kind of gross to me. I, you guys don't see it. I mean, I do it because I, I eat, but okay. So I see your point. But I came that real, real because I've hunted and then eaten mm -hmm. what I've hunted, and also like grew up around a farm. So like I've, there was a time when like shot a cow and then had it butchered and we ate it. Um, so I've, I've I've went full transition from like Ralph the cow to Ralph the steak, and like I've I've done the whole thing. So I I don't feel bad about it, and I don't feel grossed out by the idea of eating um you know the flesh of another little being, um like doves for example. Like, Merka, have you ever eaten doves? Yeah, I've dove hunted before, and you just, like, pop it out like that alien creature from the movie Alien. Like, you just yeah. pop their breasts out. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the, the, the dove is so, like, uh, tender, I guess. Yeah, you just, you literally rip its, like, chest out of its body You're, with yeah. your fingers. <laughs> Take a Takes dead no time at all. And you, you, you grab the skin, like, close to its butthole, and you can just rip it completely off. And then you reach in and like grab its breast meat, which is basically its pec muscles, the ones that make its wings flap, and you just rip those the fuck out, and you got it. You just throw the rest away. And you yeah, know. these are things that I know intellectually, but I don't often like think about where my food comes from. And I think there's a lot it's of fun. people it's like primal. Me. There's people who are just like, yes, I like burgers, I like chicken, I like this and that, but they don't really think about where food comes from. And as a matter of fact, if you showed them, I, I, I saw on Reddit, this guy showed his butchering process and there was a cow hanging by its rear feet as he started like slicing a cow up into like little pieces that, that, you know, people would eat, like, you know, let's chop this off, chop this off and then start carving it apart. And, uh, and it looks barbaric and mean and like, <laughs> like not safe for work and like it, it looks it looks like this guy is a terrible like 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 he's one of the people in hell who tortured Sam and Dean who are the people from Supernatural? Nice right? double name. <laughs> Did I mess them both up? 
Double name win. No, you oh, got right. yeah, bitch. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited. Anyway. Oh, do you know the last name, though? Don't ruin this for him. <laughs> give him his win. It's uh, Winchester. All right. So, so anyway, um, uh, you know they they torture him in hell and they slice him up. It's like he's that guy, but then you realize, like, you know what? Like, I am absolutely a part of the process that makes that happen routinely. And um, you know, it you can deny where your food comes from, but it still comes from there. Yeah, I've I've seen the full process with chickens. Mm-hmm. I've seen the full process with cows. Um, and that's pretty much all I eat. Like I'm, I don't do lamb chops. I don't, I don't eat a lot of veal. I know oh, that's you're a, missing out. I've had it, but I'm just not a big fan of it. Um, I, I'd rather have a filet mignon with like, I'd rather have filet mignon. When like I was a kid, bread. veal was normal. Like when I oh. like, like yeah, when I was a little kid, veal didn't have the same like connotation. Now it's mean, right? Like there's. There's farm grazed cows who go out and they do their little cowy things and then when they're ready to be eaten, they're eaten and that's the thing. But then there's veal who are locked in a box and not allowed to turn and not let their muscles develop so they're especially tender. That's that... not actually true. My grandpa's a cattle farmer. Uh, it's just by age that it's regulated, not by uh, how much they move and things like that. I was I was under that impression as well until I asked him recently. Well, the good veal is made that way. That's the thing. It's like it's legal here though. And I wonder some, if what I said maybe was true in the 80s or something. Like, I'm not sure. Uh, or maybe it was just always wrong and not actually I'm true. Under the underst- I was under the understanding that it still went on today. And, but, like, that's why, like, I rarely get it. But I've had it before. And I, I remember one time, I remember this specifically. Kitty, remember when we were with the Dagninos uh, at dinner <laughs> that first night and I ate everybody's food? <laughs> yep. I literally ate, I ate, ate like, three you meals. three or four main courses. I think it was... Yeah, the- I, I I really did like like the food was really good there and they were they were uh, they were buying me drinks and when I drink I can eat a lot and I literally ate all of my food and like finished off two or three other people's food too and then had desserts and appetizers but I ate Paul's what, what's that the dad whatever his name is um, Ray Ray I ate Ray's uh, veal I finished it off and it was so fucking good. It was so good. But veal that was super common really in the eighties. That's song. what I was starting to say. Was when I was a kid, we ate that all the time, and fur was common too. Like, like it was not a big deal. And then somewhere along the way, fur and veal became, you know, do not do. Leather, steak, burgers—that's all okay, even now. But veal and fur just became uh, not okay. Yeah, I can even understand not eating veal to an extent because yeah. it's like at the end of the day. I prefer steak anyway. Not even a moral stance, just I'd rather have filet than any other cut of any kind of meat. Yeah, you know? I'm, a, I'm a big fan. It's really Top good. Not. I can't eat veal. I can't get past how it's... I mean, so, so I don't care that it's a baby cow because at some point I, I came to this realization or, or at least this justification in my own brain that like, wait, what makes the baby deer any more innocent or special than the adult deer who's lived a full life? It's really just a life of eating shit out in the woods, right? Yeah. Like, like so, so there's, the baby isn't any more innocent than the big deer. That's not to say I'm going to massacre some baby deer. I don't have any reason to do such a thing. But I wouldn't, if the thing was like, yeah, they're baby deer. You get $500 at every one you kill. I'd go shoot a bunch of baby deer because I, you know. So let me ask I'd look Kyle. their eyes and strangle them for $500. If there, if, if there was a deer in your backyard, do you like, you know, like, hey, you know what? There's a lot of free free food right there. Um, I'm about to go. I'm going to go deer hunting soon. But that's uh, proper deer hunting. I mean, would you just point a gun? I know where your yard is. You could shoot something. Um, I'm in city limits there. 
Oh, are I you? Can. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can't, I can't shoot here. <laughs> yeah. It's but, awesome. Um, but, but in the past, yeah, I totally shoot. That, that's how I, the biggest, like, deer I ever shot, the biggest buck I ever shot was in the backyard. Like, I saw it in the field, ran out in the backyard, and, like, went down on a knee and shot it a couple my, hundred yards. My new home, not in city limits. I'm very excited about that. You can nice. go further away and be in city limits, and, of course, you can go closer and be in city limits, but my land, not in city limits. No city taxes, no city rules. Very You're excited. off the grid. You should, <laughs> you, should, you should check to see if there's any noise ordinances in that uh, county. I... Uh, Oh, I'm sure there's noise ordinances in the county, but I... There's no, no noise ordinance in my county. Oh, I should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if there were no noise ordinance. I do know that the the sellers... I, I house talk, but I changed the topic. But um, the sellers started a giant fire once, and the they came out to check on them, which disappointed me. I'm like, I want to be able to... Like, I want to be not cared about enough that fires and gunshots and stuff like that is... Like, no one takes notice. Um, in my county, you have to call and get a fire permit if you're going to be burning at certain points in the year. And if you do that, then it, w it wouldn't be an issue. You just call ahead. Maybe, the, maybe my expectations out of whack because all they said was, all we want is a heads up so that we know if, the, if anyone calls about a fire that we can ignore yeah. it. Or I made that permit sound a lot harder to get than it actually is. It, it is a phone call. It, yeah. it's, it's, literally, it's like permission. It's just what I should have said. Oh. But they call it a permit. Well, so I'm excited. I'm going to possibly have like Kyle level freedom. Yeah, you can burn stuff, you can blow stuff up, shoot stuff. It's going to be great. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Jackie's going to be so happy. If you want to make <laughs> Molotov cocktails in your backyard, you can go right at it. I texted Jackie like 10 minutes ago and said I wanted her to bake me cookies and deliver them in costume. I wonder... She wrote back and said that I suck, but she didn't say no. Oh, so... she's totally no, doing that. She's totally doing it. I <laughs> Oh, you would smell the scent of freshly baked cookies. Uh, I hope it happens. <laughs> what I, I predict the Wonder Woman costume will be brought out again, but we'll see how this goes down. Excellent. So nice. Yeah. yeah we'll if see. only wings were if only wings were here to be like, why don't you get Hope to dress up too, Woody? Maybe she could bring you some milk. <laughs> uh, he would find the ultimate uh, no. awkward moment there at that moment. No. I, she has a um. I think she can dress up as Elsa, you know the Disney ah. princess. That would be not slutty, and you know <laughs> it's still a costume. Is that that's just the only goal? Pretty much. That's all. That, I mean, it's, it's, at this point, that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, so, although I do think you know, if you're not my kid and you're 18. Be slutty for Halloween. Just do it. Go all out. Be a whore it. You're not going to look like that forever, kid. Live it up right now. You're 18. You got maybe eight good years left. And then uh, <laughs> then it's time for you to put on something a little more. So 18-year-old sluts out there, show, strut your stuff. That's my advice. I like oh, how visibly <laughs> uncomfortable you got with yourself. <laughs> like two-thirds of the way through that, and you're like, well, I'm, I'm in deep, I got a four jam. And I refuse to bail you out. <laughs> no, no one's coming. I'm all alone on this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one, Woody, tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like them to dress up as? Like oh, it doesn't matter. Such? You could be slutty nurse, slutty Star Trek yeah, character, slutty farm animal, slutty pool cleaner, slutty... Um, uh, Wait, 
slutty farm animal. I saw there was a slutty Stephen Colbert. Don't judge me. Slutty Stephen Colbert, I'll dig it. French maid. Um, slutty witch. Uh, I don't know. Slutty almost anything works. Slutty anything works, really. Mm -hmm. um, I like that. There, there's a lot. I like Halloween, but I feel like um, I feel like there aren't enough cool costumes for uh, for big women. I, I'd like it if I'd like it if they took advantage of the size of, of large people. Like like if like Stay Puff Marshmallow Woman. There you go, yeah. Michelin Man, giant pumpkin. Oh, here's here's what I would do. Like if I were, if I were a large girl, I would find I would. You probably got some skinny friends. So here's what you do. You get your hot friend to dress up like Cinderella. You dress up like the pumpkin coach, and then you like carry her around. It'd be hilarious. You or could, the hot friend dresses up like the princess from Shrek, and the big one can be Shrek. Oh, oh yeah, that works too. That's, that's a good one. I like you, it. Talking about um, costumes, did you see that Walmart website was selling fat girl costumes? Somebody wanted to get fired. That's totally what that was. Yeah, that's totally what happened. Wait, what happened? Can you pull it up, Woody? Let me get you a link. I can hunt for it. Um... So, so basically, the Walmart website, I think it was Walmart or was it the UK equivalent, Asda, where they were selling costumes, and then instead of plus size, they'd written it as fat girl. That's fat girl excellent. costumes. And then above that, they had put a, they had attached a Halloween banner, uh, and it said something like, um, make it an extra large uh, Halloween or something like that. It was, it was like a fat joke, like built into that. It was totally somebody like, the Reddit comments seem to think that just wanted to get fired and was like giving him a fuck you on his way out. I all right, so it's Fat Girl Costumes is there. It was right in there in the URL. Um, I do love that there's a ranch recipe like ad on the <laughs> image. <laughs> like they're selling, selling uh, that, and that's all I'm finding for images. I think that was it. I think that was the only image. That was it. Does it have pictures of the costumes they have marketed? Yeah, they, they did, but it wasn't anything like it was just plus size costumes. Yeah, the, um, although I will say these are not plus size models in the costumes. No, they never some are. are. Some are actually. Oh. I look well, more. they're a little curvy. No, well, some of them are just flat Isn't out. Isn't like, like a plus size model like a size six to eight in the U.S.? Yeah. Like no. I think plus size models are literally size six to eight. I hear you, and, and I know what a plus size model looks like. And some of these women are just smoking hot and skinny and not plus sized by any even twisted model definition. I always picture plus size as like those women in the Dove commercials where they're naked and a little too happy with their type two diabetes and just <laughs> kind of rubbing up against one another. Like I've you missed know. you, Merka. <laughs> you too, Kitty. Here's an example. This is one of the plus. Like, she's just hot. She's not plus size model. Let's see what you got here. Let's look at these fat ladies. <laughs> All right. So this girl. She's got a nice rack. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think she's. I don't think she's, she's. I mean, look at her. Her thighs are thin. Look, her, her waist is. Her waist isn't like emaciated, but it's it's skinny. This is a plus and size model. Not at all. I don't know, man. Unless no, that's like trick photography. Size 4 to 6. There's also an option for size 18 to 20 plus. How big is that? That's big. Look at the look at the Thor girl sassy chick. She's hot. Okay, Thor girl sassy chick. I got sassy. it. Sassy. Sassy is like urban. It's just as urban as code for Negro. <laughs> sassy is code for fat chick. Is it? 
I've, I've never I've heard actually that. picked that up too. Or, oh, or they're like they're fierce and if sassy. I said, oh yeah, she's <laughs> sassy and she's got a lot of soul. What did you just picture? A, th- a skinny blonde? Oh, right, yeah, right. Soul, yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, where's the Thor girl? Uh, right, the customers also considered. Yeah, I I got your link here. That would help me. I'm struggling. But I don't think any of these women are um, are plus sized. Oh yeah, no, that Thor woman, not. she's just fine. I yeah. want to see. I'm looking at of the plus size person modeling it. I mean, Robin is just skinny. Like this chick is is really thin. This doesn't make any sense. Walmart is Walmart is evil. There you go. Plus size breasts. Yeah, those are those are big fake titties. Those are quite yeah. some breasts. <laughs> but she's um she's definitely not plus size. Walmart are assholes. That that probably explains this. I'm glad somebody fucked with them. Yeah, they had like no Halloween costumes left today, apart from dog ones. So Muppet oh. is a pumpkin. Where's... Oh, please show Muppet in a pumpkin. Yeah, outfit. yeah, get the dog in there. Oh, it's just like a sweater that's a pumpkin. Muppet, come here. Come is he here. dressed in it right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where, Let me grab is he it. coming? Oh, this is awesome. It's a she. Oh. I said this is awesome. Now, for everybody listening on the way to work or to school, we're looking at a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's not impressed. Excellent, excellent radio. They might be into a pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> That is awesome. It's better than I expected when you said it was just a sweater. Yeah. And I like how the dog is like not looking at the not camera. Impressed. Yeah, she won't make eye contact. She refuses. No. no. <laughs> now, what's Dax? Just a killer? He's a skeleton, but he's not. He's outside, so he uh, he's dreaming about biting Kyle right now. He's out. Yeah, he's outside doing push-ups right now, getting ready for me. <laughs> Yeah, he's he doesn't like him. He's getting ready. Cocksucker, I'll get free one day. Just pumping iron. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a chain. He's got a chain and a toy attached to it, and the chain's attached to the tree, and he just pulls on it all day, and the tree's just rocking. He's like Jean-Claude Van Damme in that movie, just kicking the bamboo post over and over training. What kind of dog is this? Brother. He's a fucking Belgian Malinois. Fucking attack dog. He didn't like me much either. Like, I... He did, like... I could get him to warm up to me and put his head on my lap and stuff, but there was always that like uncertainty. Like, you know what? I'm you doing this now me. for you, but like I, this thing we, you and I have, this is a weak bond, my friend, and I will, <laughs> I will kill you the second you fuck he just up. He hates anything, like anyone around Kyle. He hates. He hates Kyle. It's hilarious. <laughs> And Why does he hate you so much? Did is he fixed? Next to its head or something? No, I had a couple of bad experiences with him where, like, he'd like freak out while he was on a leash, or freak what out when we were trying to get him. Other hand, and what were you swinging around with that hand at the time when he first freaked out? I tried to cut down a weed with a um, with a uh, um, what do you call it? Um, a, a katana. katana. <laughs> a katana. Uh, oh, tried... so you were waving a sharp, shiny object around an unfamiliar guard dog? Well, it was yeah. dark, so I figured he couldn't see so good, so it wouldn't matter. Um, uh, yeah, I was holding the dog on a leash in one hand, and it, I had like 10 feet of leash, like, and I had the katana in the other, and I'm waiting on him to pee, and there's some, like, I was at my mailbox, and there were some weeds there. They were pretty tall. They are like four feet tall, and I was like, aha, a use for my new katana, and I swung and, like, chopped the weeds down. He freaked the fuck out. Wrapped around the mailbox, one full revolution, and then kept pulling. And if you can imagine that, like the he's it's the the leash is around the mailbox post, like in the middle. 
So I'm pulling on one end, and he's pulling on the other, and we pull the fucking mailbox out of the ground. So now <laughs> the mailbox has fell, uh, fell over, and the fucking dog's running everywhere, and he's trying to get out of his harness. And it, keep in mind, it's a full shoulder harness. He pulled his way out of it and escaped into the night for like three days or something. He's a real, real piece of shit dog. I wish you could save him. You've less than a week, and you're waving a giant sword around, it's hacking shit up. Sword. If it had been a broadsword, I could have understood. <laughs> All it was was a katana. <laughs> it was just a katana. So yeah. yeah, he wonders why Dak hates him. That was like you would be. I a grew up with dogs. My dad's got dogs. I had a Labrador. I'm telling you, like, like I've punished the Labrador. You know, I've spanked it before. Like when it would like run off to the neighbors or something or do something wrong. Like, and like we still were like the best of friends. Like, like I loved that dog and he loved me and like. He wouldn't care if I scared him one time with a katana, because that was my buddy. Mm-hmm. Like Max was my buddy. He wouldn't care about. I could. I could have. I could have cut off Max's leg with that fucking katana. He would have still put his head in my lap. He loved me unconditionally, because that's how good dogs are. This motherfucker's got personality. I got no time for animals with personality. Max loves you too. He dreams about you being served up like a fucking raw steak every day. <laughs> Like it's, it's so bad that like if I when I walk out the door and he sees me, he immediately starts barking aggressive and he's like like up on his like he's, oh, yeah, like, he's puffed up and like like you see the muscles flexing under his skin. He's fucking. Meanwhile, with me, he like rolls over for belly rubs. He kind of licks my hand to wake me up in the morning. He's yeah, but you probably don't swing weapons around the dog as often. No, because I'm was, not stupid. That was two years ago. Two fucking years ago. He's still holding that against me. Fuck him. Fuck him. We haven't really made any effort. You guys ready to bring in the guest? I throw in some hamburgers in there every now and then. And he takes them. I'm bringing in like it or not. All right. I want to talk about this Gulf oil spill at some point. Is there another one? No, it's the same one, but it's funny uh, that the BP executives are trying to say that the oil they found down there on the ocean floor wasn't them. They're they're trying to they're trying to make the science scientists prove that the oil came from their oil spill and didn't just miraculously get there. There's it's a huge amount of oil on the bottom of the ocean, and uh, and BP's literally saying, "How you know that's our oil?" <laughs> Ta-da! Oh, British Petroleum. Maybe that was your oil. Maybe you lost it there. I don't know. I don't keep up with oil. That's not what I do. I pump it. I pump the oil. Like, they're just real scumbags about the whole thing. That is ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty funny, though. They get away with it. That's a... Oh, God. They'll do, they're going to test the thing. chemical uh, composite. They're going to test the... They're literally going to test the oil <laughs> and compare it to BP oil and, and prove that it was their oil at some point, I guess. You there, Pwn stuff? How are you guys doing? Oh, all right. What's up? Surprise. <laughs> I am a big fan of yours. I was just telling them earlier. I was like, so is that the Pwn Star guy who's like really good at, at, at pub stomping? Like he's like the best in the fucking world. Is that the guy who goes like 50 and 0 and just has that crazy shot and like goes does, and streams and does does it consistently? And they're like, yep, yep, and yep. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're I making like me blush, man. I'm like I'm subscribed <laughs> to that guy. I, I like those videos. They're great. Good deal. Good deal. That's what's up. So how are you guys doing today? We're, We're good, good, man. We're so good. good. Do you have a costume on? That I'll you show can you guys on? something really quick. Hold on. It's so hard to breathe in this thing, though. <laughs> Wait, you don't have a camera on. Hold on. i got to turn it on. 
Oh. It's a big reveal. Oh, is this a reveal? It's a big <laughs> reveal. All right, all right. <laughs> Gonna be in a neon gimp suit. I hope. Oh, I'm trying to figure out how to activate <laughs> the camera on this thing. I considered getting a, one of those gimp suits. I'm such a big Pulp Fiction fan that I've always thought that, that would be cool to have around because it's just the creepiest thing ever. If oh, you that's need why. A ball gag, just let me know. And you will know, dual purpose, dual purpose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I did some thinking into why the... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was wondering what you're going to do, because you don't show your face. Yeah. Now I know. One of the things of me, I don't, I don't show my face at all. I like my privacy. I can, talking anything. I can get that. <laughs> I could dig it. Yeah, well, you so know, I once was... you give up your privacy, you can't get it back. Like, you know, once it's out there, it stays out there. Especially on the internet. Yeah, that's just that's just how it works. Are you vaping so, right now, Kyle? Yeah, it's getting really uh, getting really crazy in here. <laughs> I didn't know you vaped. No, I. I... <laughs> he literally... You really think what this is? Looks <laughs> 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 like someone over there. Yeah, yeah no, I've got he's the got nine I've got people vaping under the I've camera. got a four hundred watt vaporizer. That's what that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> he has a fog machine for Halloween. Like, this is a vaporizer. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't see anything going in his mouth. I said, That's not much. <laughs> what? Kyle's is like... <laughs> I, what if you did pour like a whole bottle of nicotine down in that thing, like the, the stuff they use in the vape uh, pens, and just ran it through the fucking fog machine? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Seems like an awful idea. You just pass out the nicotine. I, I don't get the whole vaping thing. Like, like Mer Taylor was telling me, like, hey, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's nicotine in here, and it, like, there's no nicotine in feel it. Feel active or something. Well, maybe not in yours. And uh, I always thought cigarettes were something people like almost sort of accidentally did. Like they were just trying to look cool when they were teenagers, and and they you know got sucked into it. And now they're in their twenties, and they're like, well, crap. It's just it's hard to stop. It sucks me back in. I I feel incomplete without it, or whatever the addiction like does to you. And uh, but something about the vaping and e-cigs and stuff. Like people are very intentionally making this choice. To just like do nicotine. The, the tobacco companies are actually upset with the vapes because they're losing money on it, obviously. And a well, lot of people one, are quitting because of it. One misconception I think you have there, Woody, is mm -hmm. that they all have nicotine in them. Um, some this of them. Are, nicotine. Yeah, some of them you can get without. Yeah, a lot, one so, big thing and, is people like to get it just for the flavor. So yes. some people are just doing flavored mist. Yes. Yeah. Lots of people, like millions of them. This mm. is vanilla. This is peach. This is licorice. Yeah, <laughs> licorice, licorice water vapor. Oh, you do. Oh, it's yourself? awesome. It's like a Jaeger bomb, like in a vape. Oh. Actually, <laughs> I see his face. He's like, no. They, uh, <laughs> they, they taste really good, um, and they come in like lots of crazy flavors. Like I've had Monster Energy drink before. Um, and there's there's places where you can like mix oh and he's hot boxing so hard right now. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> when the fog is up, change costumes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my spare at? <laughs> Jesus. God, you should have been doing this all the times that you were like not on PKA. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a ton of fog for yeah, every episode. Should have existed. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like a monster in the mist. There you go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's cool. Not so a very consistent were... flow. 
explain. Well, I turned it off. It, 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 so you just like, you just, it's total like, almost like a sugar water type thing. Just like licorice flavored air. Kind of. It's like a glycerin. So it's like a vegetable glycerin or uh, it can be VG or PG, which are just two different types. And then it has, uh, my one, so it's just, uh, all like their organic flavorings and stuff like that. So. Oh, there's two types of people out there, though. There's cloud chasers, which like to blow really, really thick. Oh, yeah. Cloud. And then there's people who like to do it just because of the taste mm -hmm. or the addiction. They call them cloud chasers? Yeah, they call oh, them cloud chasers. Oh, man, some of these vents, like, you can turn it up, and it's like Kyle's smoke machine. Like, seriously, yes. like, there are people that walk around, and they leave a trail of Kyle's basement behind them. When, um, when, I, when, I, when I use one of those vapes, I like it to be super thick so that it's like a hit to your lungs that you, yes. you feel it when you inhale it. Like, I want it like that. Like, hers is kind of, like, just for flavor, and I'm not into that so much. But when it's like a hit, it's, uh, it's kind of yeah. cool. You don't get a buzz or anything. You just... You just you almost feel like you just like maybe did like a mouth spray of something or, or like candy like, or something. Candy, yeah. It's it's yeah. kind of I could see it being used as like an appetite thing. I'm surprised they haven't made one that isn't I guess nicotine is a fucking an appetite suppressant. Yeah. Fat people yeah. start vaping. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna add that to the FPS boot camp next time around. Vape <laughs> <laughs> it harder. He's gonna be <laughs> No, no, and you just are berating him for not vaping adequately. <laughs> Next time around, what are you saying, Kyle? Well, we've got to do another FPS boot camp, right? Really? I still well, like I the idea of me coming to your house and you get me down to like a buck twenty. Terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> just we awful and dangerously emaciated. Like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to FPS boot camp, Auschwitz edition. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Merkin's just, just sitting there, like, shoveling coal for hours on end, eating rotten bread and mealworms. I kind of yeah, want to see the new shower. Like, I, I haven't seen it since Wings was there. I don't know. Huh? Oh, you, I don't understand what you mean. You, you guys had to invest in, in, in a shower that would accommodate a bigger man. Indeed. And I wonder what it's like. Like, is it tiled on the side? Does it have two, like, shower heads? It, it has one shower head. I've got the detachable one. I mm -hmm. like that, and um, it's got glass doors, and uh, it's tile on the side and tile on the floor. Um, and Can I just go big. take a picture as I'm right? I, you know, I don't, <laughs> if you I, want I'll be to, down whatever. for that. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's um. One second. So was it one of those uh, showers originally that was like a little square booth almost, like a telephone yeah, booth? Yeah, it was like the okay. plastic insertable thing. It was a cheap shower, and I was in there. Um, um, and I was showering, and I've, I've got a pretty big wingspan here, so like my elbow banged against the wall, and I was like, ah, fuck, that hurt, and it, and it popped in my head. I was like, what if wings were in here? Like, like, and I was like, nah, this won't work. Wings can't get in here. Um, so we, we, we upgraded showers to, to make that work. But, but I was thinking about doing an F, not necessarily wings in a boot camp, but I, I would entertain doing it for someone else uh, that I was cool with, that I think it would be fun to do with. Um, oh. I think I think one of the reasons that I didn't enjoy the last half of the the boot camp with Wings was can, that can show it again? Um, he didn't have the same passion for making videos that I that I did. And I, let's see what we got here. Like, let me make. I don't know if we can. Because of yeah. the light. Okay, but it's kind of working. There's a toilet in your shower. <laughs> That's what I see too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the reflection on the glass. Oh really right. Funny. No, you just have odd taste in decorating. It's, it's, it makes it's, everything it's so glass. much easier. Yeah. I Actually, that would be pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> just a one-stop shop. Washing your hair, taking a shit, 
all at the same time. And the whole time, water is just flowing from multiple heads. That's the, that's it's, like a, it's like a human service station, like a car wash. It's all one dream. It's all that would dream. be the best. Like the Jetsons. Imagine if there were an apparatus to do this. Like the Jetsons, you know, like something comes in, it's like, bing, like spinning, like in your mouth, and there's... You would well, need that, that sounds really, really stressful. I was more talking about being able to shit in the shower while you're, the water's on. Yeah, I'm actually not even sure. Yeah, that is I mean, the realm you of guys are gross. Like, I mean, absolutely gross. You wouldn't want to do that? Uh, well, I mean, all you got to do is put a screwdriver in there with you, take that little, uh, that little grate off there, and you got another toilet right there, my friend. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah, that's what I do. That's upper true. Decker? One-stop <laughs> shop. Well, uh, you don't get your own home in Upper Decker. <laughs> Man, I'm totally gonna be pissed at myself. I want to talk about the race. <clears throat> All right, what's up? Yeah, so, I, dude, there was some race controversy. Was that one year or two years ago? This is how I remember it. And you tell me how close I'm coming. Um, some guys at Twitch were gonna do this thing called the race, and they were gonna be the first people to tenth prestige. And uh, I, I forget who was on their team. I think Ernest Lee was one of the guys. But they had a team of four guys, and they were gonna. What they do is they kind of go around the clock. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, nice. Yes. I like it. We thought for sure you do the Wonder Woman thing. What are you? The maid? Can you guess? Maid? No. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Because I'm practically perfect in every way. You're off camera, though. kind of Well done. Go, go. I went to, that, uh, I went to the Mary Poppins uh, musical. It was excellent. Do I have? Not really. Just <laughs> the British person to spot it. I didn't get it. I, I'm sorry. I, I was definitely thinking Mary Poppins when she came in. Well, you waited for me to say, like, because that's not stereotypical in any way. <laughs> um, oh, so I was telling the the, the race thing. So race. you, um, they were doing this race. They were going to be the first person tenth prestige. And what they do is they have like four people or more or less, and they work to get one gamer tag to tenth prestige. So you know they like work in shifts and they sleep and and stuff like that. And I, yeah. if I remember. Like uh, there was the the Twitch crew doing it. I think the Optic crew was doing it. You trademark. Who else was it? Ron. Who was on nah, your it team? It was just it was just two of us. You uh, and trademark against yeah against like four or five Optic members and five people on hashtag and complexity and it was it was hard pulling those twelve hour shifts per. And you beat <laughs> everybody, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he. They smashed everybody, even the optic guys. You know, very very strong protein. And uh, um, then they started saying like, "Well, not really a race." You know, you named it the race, right? But yeah, that that was Twitch who who came to hashtag the race. Who did that? Um, so you're right. Hashtag the race. The actual channel name is from Twitch with Ernest Lee and whoever he decides to pick up. And that was one of their reasons halfway through was it's it's not a race but it's hashtag the race a contradiction yeah so, i was like yeah. you can't just say we're not racing anymore because you're losing you know yeah. they were going to be the first to 10th prestige what's that kyle like you just changed with all that fog what are you talking about <laughs> he's been wearing that the whole time what no, do you I, mean? <laughs> I just noticed it <laughs> yeah it's pretty so <laughs> yeah so it's when they stop when they realized they couldn't win all of a sudden, it like the race wasn't a race anymore, and it was just a fun activity, and they didn't truly lose or 
Isn't that yeah. always really convenient? Like, oh, I wasn't playing anyway, so I'm not. <laughs> I, I have nothing to lose. I'm You're not the one trying. <laughs> I didn't yeah. lose because if I tried, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, trademark actually, he was with uh, I think a, a guy named Skaith in Wicked Elite, and he, him and trademark did Black Ops Two and. The race was very, very mysterious as far as the start times and whatnot, and they they wouldn't be very clear because they would have more insight on an embargo lift to be able to live stream it than any of us would. Mm-hmm. And they they raced in Black Ops 2, and they, they hated on Trademark just for the simple fact that he didn't have a start time. He just started when, the game, when he got the game, and he was number one on the list, and they, they didn't like that. But they were very competitive at that time as well. But now on Ghost, they say it's not a race, and I was very confused halfway through, but we just went on with it. Optic was actually the closest team with us during that whole run. Right, and then... Um, I guess their power went out, or they got swatted. You guys know. would go neck and neck, and then at some point, they're just like, we quit. You know, we're getting DDoSed or, or something, yeah. and they didn't want to play anymore. Yep. So, I, it's my opinion that the best competitive players in the world are the best competitive players in the world and the best pub stompers in the world are better at pub stomping than the comp players. Yes, they're two different playing fields and I try to tell a lot of people that and you can't put a, a pro player in a pub scenario and vice versa because you know you spent more time in one area than the other and you can't do both very, very well. Yeah. It's not that you can't do it. It's that if you're... It's two very different things. If you're playing on a pro level, then it's against other pros. It's with special rules. It's with a different kind of objective in mind. But when you're pub stomping, you're playing against other pub players. And you're also not going for the, the same thing that a MLG player is going for. You're not going for the fastest, most likely win. You're trying to play with your food a little before you eat it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying yeah. to extract uh, XP from these individuals. And that maybe that means not raping the shit out of them so hard. Like, uh, you know, an MLG Pro might just rush the spawn and just take their flag and try to get the game over. They don't care about KDR. I've played with but, them before. Like in Black Ops 2, for example, um, they would have rules about when you're allowed to take the B flag. You know, because me, I take the home flag and then try to get B. Like, that's the fight. That's how I typically start. Not these guys. They'll either let the other guys have B or they'll just let no one have B for quite some time. So the game yeah. lasts longer. So it's a little easier to get 100 or 200 kills or whatever their goal is. Yeah, we yeah. do that shit on Bog and COD Four all the time. Like, like, just oh god, Bog! Those, it was so good. This, that, that's <laughs> one of the best spawn traps of all time. That, and I liked, uh, I liked um, Countdown too in COD Four with the missile silos. You get up on those lids and shoot into the. Anyway, oh, overgrown yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. From from yeah. was it called Grandma's house? No, no, no. It was the, the two station. story Grandma's one. House. Get them over the gas station, spawning there, and um, yeah, and get them spawning at the gas station. Nice. What's the house by B Dom called? Grandma's. I, I heard it no. Called Grandma's, Grandma's is the one you can get on the roof. Oh, you can get on the roof too. Well, that's sto- I just call it Stonebridge. Okay, wait. Uh, I guess the Stonebridge. It's not the house I'm thinking of though. The one that B Dom is on. Dude, playing pubs. It- you hear so many oh, different callouts, it's hilarious. <laughs> so there's oh, not really ever one name. Uh, I call that the Machine Gun House. The one okay. that's got the mounted machine gun in it. No, not that one either. The mounted machine gun's by the... Um, Woodbridge. It's across the field by the wooden bridge. Yeah. There's, so oh, B-Dom. B-Dom. Okay, B-Dom's in the gully, right? No, B-Dom's... Uh, it's sort of in the field right outside these stone stairs by a house. Now I've got it. The library. That's what yes, that's called. Yes, it's the library. Ah. I think that's what the callout is. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember when you guys, when I first started playing with you guys like four years ago, you guys were all doing the call-outs, and for the first like months, I just didn't know any of them, and so I would just take too long to describe. Like, when like <laughs> one, one oh yeah, there's a one at the, the brick wall with the, there's a green plant, and he's not there anymore. Now he's over by the, the gray tower. <laughs> he's, okay. he's, yeah. he's, like <laughs> he's by the warehouse. Not the big warehouse, like the medium size. Not too small, though. Like the medium size warehouse. He's by that There's one. There's a cracked window on the third pane up from the left. <laughs> yeah, on the you east want front the of the building. But yeah. you just don't know how. You're exactly. like, right here. And you're just, <laughs> you want to be like, look at my triangle. It's the one vibrating in front of yeah. me. Like, like, <laughs> you know, look at the, the spinning thing in the top of the map. That's where he is. I'm <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think Modern Warfare 2 was probably the last game that I cared about enough to, to have like legit call-outs for all the maps and memorize them and all that stuff. Um, mm. that, I did that for COD 4, for World at War, and for Modern Warfare 2, but I, I didn't do it so much for Black Ops. Or whatever. Yeah, Black Ops. Yeah, it's Black Ops 1. Yeah. I did it for COD 4. I skipped um, World at War 1. I think I'm not really a World at War 1 player. Um, I did it for Modern Warfare 2, I did it for Black Ops, I did it for Modern Warfare 3, and Black Ops 2, actually. But I was very ghosts. good at zombies call-outs. I would be like, uh, 400 <laughs> right behind me. And that would <laughs> just kill everyone. The only call-out I ever needed in zombie was, can someone revive me? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All speaking I needed. Of, speaking of zombies, um, I used to play with this guy named T.L. Death, and he was a close friend of mine. And we would always carry him. He was like the anchor in zombies. He would just <laughs> wear us down so bad. And the most downs he've had, we, we got to, we were rank 8 in uh, Shangri-La on Black Ops 1 when it first came out. And we played, it was four-man, we played for 16 hours straight. And he went down 147. <laughs> <laughs> pity on me at one point because I couldn't get past fourth level and came and played with me so we could get on a bit further. So he basically went down once every seven minutes for 16 hours. Pretty that well. sounds awful. It, it was ruthless. <laughs> we had a little bit of life and get him up with the revival. Oh yeah, post. yeah, good call. That's, Him that's and I cool. sound equally as skilled at zombies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, those are that was aggravating to deal with those people. And then after like round twenty, you're like, "Well, I'm invested in them this far. I can't let them leave." You know? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I got some questions for you, Pwn Star. So, so when when did you discover that you were a little bit better than everyone else at uh, at, at video games? Uh, believe it or not, like I I'm very humble. Um, when it, it comes to just naturally playing, until I'm I'm provoked and I'm kind of like a dickbag, <laughs> but. Um, as far as skill goes, my buddy Paul, he's the one who runs Pwn Stars with me. We're actually two people. And I do the gameplay, and he does. he's like the brains behind it all. He, uh, he actually noticed it, and I didn't know there was any type of money-making or any type of audience on YouTube at the time, or Twitch for that matter. At the time, it was Justin TV. And uh, he, he told me about you know, the business, and it just kind of went from there. I but, uh, but but I'm wondering before all that, before YouTube and everything, like you played video games on your own just for fun, and like yeah. like when did you realize that you were good at them? Like you were better than your friends that you played with, and you you were you know when when you were like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking good at this. I'm fucking everybody up. Come on, you got to be thinking <laughs> that right. Uh, and uh, uh, you die and you die and you like after an hour of like you die and you die and then you die, like you got to be like, I'm pretty fucking good. At now, this is, and, uh, to follow up to Kyle's thing, is it that you realize you know what I'm really good, or is it 
why isn't everyone else good? Like, which one is your thought process? Uh, I I purposely challenge myself all the time, so I don't think that I'm the best. And I'm not asking I'm not asking you to say that. I'm not asking you to to say anything like that. I'm just wondering, like, in your video game, in your life, you know, when was it when you were like realized that you were better, and like, in what circumstance, like, what game were you playing, and when were you that you were like, yeah, I'm good at this. I, I played a lot of Quake 3 Arena in my time, and, and I actually played that one game for 10 years straight. And in between the 10 years, it actually released for Dreamcast, so that was the actual co- first console that I ever played a FPS on uh, religiously. And uh, I played a Dream, or I played Quake on there and Unreal Tournament, and probably around 15 years old at the time. So I guess that's when... So you think you cut your teeth playing games like that? You think there, was there a lot of competition? Was it one of those things where there were a lot of great players, and you ha- you think that pushed you to get better? Oh, definitely. On on the Quake servers for Dreamcast, actually played against PC players. So oh wow! It was really hard. And at the time, it was 56k, and the people I was going up against had broadband that just came out. So <laughs> <laughs> it was bad news on my end. <laughs> I have a question too. Have you thought about CS:GO? Like it, it, it appears to me that CSGO is the new hot shooter. That's what everyone's talking about. They're, they're spending tons of money on CSGO, way more than they ever spent on COD. And I don't know. It, it, I bet if MLG picked up CSGO and dropped COD, it would be a wildly popular move. Like, Have you thought about switching games? I've thought about it, believe it or not. Um, I am getting up there to where... I can't keep up with a lot of players out there anymore. I am about to be 28 this year. I know that doesn't seem very old. But, You'll be uh, dead soon. Once you hit that that 30, <laughs> once you hit, <laughs> once, once you you hit that you're done. Do you have any gray hairs yet? No, no, no gray hairs. Thank God. None at all. I <laughs> think I, I found one on my ball the other day. Oh. Well, I didn't find it. Somebody else found it. Found it. <laughs> well, was it a gray one? Yeah, it was like, it, it was like a gray hair on my ball, and, and she was like, "You got a gray hair on your ball." I'm like, "Well, get it! <laughs> Don't say anything. Just pluck it out." Like, like you know, like, you know, like tweezers and tell her to go down and like pluck it out. No, she, I don't think she, I have any gray hairs oh, on my ball. She went in there like a like a Jewish priest going in to circumcise a young man, and she yanked <laughs> that hair right up there. Wow! Yeah. You ever oh, seen? Yeah. Have you seen the video of those? Um, I, they're not priests. They're um, um. Rabbis of the rabbis biting the boy's foreskin off. You seen this, Pawn Star? I thought they just sucked the blood. No, no, no. Internet different TV. Okay, I think that you took it one step too far because it's just sucking the blood out. They're not like manually. I'm. I'm pretty sure those guys are biting baby dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's true because it's ridiculous. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure that gets started. Baby dicks, rabbi. Bites off for skin. How did that get started? Find these things. Well, Google helps. I think you use Google different to most people. I get. Everybody <laughs> always asks me, how do, you do this? how do you do that? Google is the answer to everything you could possibly want to know. It I'm going to get you a, I got a video, but I'm going to get you a timestamp. I think I I'll. I don't want to watch a video. Yeah, I think I'll. No. I think we all need to watch a video of Kyle, a rabbi fighting a baby dick. Oh, did rabbi sucking baby dick? Count me in. Jesus, mother of God. <laughs> all right. 
Just, just real quick before you guys start playing it. Um, so you were talking about the race, correct? Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I like this guy. We were talking about baby dicks, Pone. Don't try to change the topic. Go back to the race. It'll take me a moment to find this. Uh, this baby. All right, dick go guy. ahead. Talk yeah, about the race. Say, I'm not usually the one to change topic topics real quick, but um, <laughs> but yeah, this year we're doing it for Advanced Warfare. It's gonna be me, trademark, and the real Ron, twelve twenty four. I think. He's been on PKA a few times. Is that the Ron and, that, uh, that like Ron's gamer tag, Ron? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I don't know if that guy loves me or hates me. He talks mad shit, and then I'm like, what? "Are you serious?" He's like, "No, I'm just goofing," and it's like, <laughs> like, but you read it and you're like, "That's." That's just her feeling hurting. <laughs> you, know, like, you hurt my feel bad. Yeah. Like, how is that a joke? That's not funny by anyone's standard. Uh, no, we're 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 gonna be racing. Um, I don't know him on a personal level. I know trademark more so on a personal level, and mm -hmm. thankful that trademark actually picked me up last year because I didn't do the race with him. Like I guess Black Ops too. Um, Ghost was the first one that I did it with, and it was very successful for my channel and his channel so it was pretty cool and um there's going to be more teams competing this year than last year um a lot of the pub clans are going to be competing in it i think optics competing in it again uh -huh. um hashtag races obviously so um, that's pretty cool who else is going to be in it uh so there's doom clan who's um they're, they're starting to get very big in pub stomping clan wise for like the clan wars and stuff that ghost had mm -hmm. i don't know how advanced warfare is going to be in that scenario but they're starting to grow um wicked elite's going to be in it which is the clan that i'm part of and me basically um i already named off the two other ones and i think some european teams fear crads might be doing it oh. and i think someone else i forget who <laughs> should be cool. is there a i don't have a list or is it just bragging rights it's just bragging rights. The prize is like a quarter million subs to whoever is you know, the first <laughs> well, winner. Last year, Infinity Reward actually tweeted us out, which was huge. And I got to know a lot of, like, Jeff Locke, he's he's a baseball pitcher. He actually was watching the race at the time, and me and him actually became close friends, which is pretty cool. You get to meet a lot of different people through scenarios like this. So where do so, people find your stream? Um, Well, it's on my Twitter. And I'm usually number one or number two on the Twitch streams for Call of Duty. I'm, it's I'm pretty at, easy to find. Okay. All right. But you're not very good at advertising. It's twitch.com no. slash. <laughs> oh, twitch.tv forward slash P-W-N-S-T-A-R-Z-D-O-T-C-O-M. So it's dot com spelled out. Pwnstar.com. But. With an E. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's do it slow. Is your Twitter any easier? Yeah. Pwnstars.com. <laughs> <laughs> so pwnstars.com p-w-n-s-t-a-r-z not s d-o-t-c-o-m yep. pwnstars.com with a z yep. yeah so while you're doing the race what percentage of it is actually fun and what percentage is just maddening and terrible uh actually the whole race is fun until the race is over because you spent so many hours on the one game that you kind of burnt out on it but um so by day two you're tired cool. of it no, no, by mm. the end of the race, probably like five or six days in. Uh, and then the other 360 days, you're like, oh, I don't even want to play this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how many hours did you put in last time around in that five or six day span? 
me and him, me and him both pulled twelve-hour shifts, and it lasted for I think about six days as well. <laughs> so, a long time. And this one has fifteen prestiges. Nice. Fifty oh. levels. So fifty levels, rough. though. Yeah. All right. Christ wow. Almighty! What do you wow. Throughout all that, do you have like so, hot pockets on reach and like really quick close foods or? Oh, thank God I have a, a faithful fiance that can cook me some grub, so I'm I'm okay in that little area. If she, <laughs> she delivers it as Mary Poppins, like you're, four. In, you're in good shape. No, no, she's actually not aggravated at all. She knows nice. what I'm doing, and she's very supportive. Thank God. Yeah, I find that women support gaming so long as they get money out of it. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> some weird pattern there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're okay with that. Um, Kyle, I don't little... see a link to um, rabbis sucking baby dicks at Wait, all. Why didn't you I just let it drop? I couldn't find it. I was, I was waiting on you. To... I was waiting on you to wrap your little thing up. Um, oh. the, um, it turned out that rabbis don't bite the baby dicks. And the reason that I thought that they did, in my own defense, I think, was because I saw a Reddit article about uh, the lady uh, castrating uh, like farm animals with her teeth. Like That is a thing. And then I saw a video, a gif rather, a gif, double rather, uh, of a rabbi like with a baby, and he went like this. He went like, ah! <laughs> and I thought that, that he was literally biting it off, but it turns out that I was way off base. Yeah. All they do is suck the bloody dick after they cut it with a knife. Like, yeah. I was way off base. I mean, that's, that's so normal. bad. Yeah, what you were describing was some pretty fucked up behavior. Barbaric. But to just suck oh, a bloody baby so. dick, a rabbi who hasn't? To stop the bleeding, yes. Can you imagine the first person that walked in on a guy doing that? Like, Rabbi Goldstein's taking a while. Let's see what he's up to. <laughs> and they walk in there, and he's like, Oh, God told me to do it. Uh, you can't tell me he didn't. Like, and they're like, Fuck, he's got us there. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I was laughing. He, he can't tell me he didn't what? Oh, he would just say that God told him to do it, oh. and nobody can tell him, like, Hey, holy man, God didn't tell you that. Well, you can, but he'll just say, Yeah, you did. You don't know Merca. I did. Uh, I believe that I can confirm that God is all for, um, you know, bloody baby dick sucking. Young boys' penises. Yeah. I am horrified. <laughs> <laughs> like I am legitimately horrified. Oh, you're fine. Why? Kyle's just in character. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah, that's how he speaks what to would, God. What would my priest name be? What, I, I, what would my? Uh, I need a new last name. Like what? Uh, I did. Father Grope. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I, get out of here. That, there you go. That's that's a winner right off the bat. Father Grope. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like we're it. We're terrible people. <laughs> last thing, last thing about the race, real quick. Um, if if you guys are interested, if you guys want to promote his channel, he's very very smart with leveling up on multiple games. He he doesn't just do Call of Duty. I'm talking about trademark, and he's got his own website for strategy guides and whatnot, which is it's pretty cool. Um, it's GamingUpgrade.com. GamingUpgrade.com? Yep. GamingUpgrade.com. All right. So I have, a, I, have, I have another question. This is, I guess this is an advanced warfare question. From what you've seen of the game, what maybe you've gleaned from trailers and such, or I don't know what, maybe you've seen some video, what, do, you, do you have a strategy for what you're going to do, you know, your first kit, your first uh, setup, anything like that? Have you even thought that far? Uh, I haven't thought as far as loadouts go. I, I'd have. Will to, you? Will you yeah, put some time into that? Like, as time is, you know, the the days get closer, will you 
Oh yeah, I, like I'm I'm getting the gay. I said gay. Wow, the game a day early. He's getting um, gay. Day zero. Exposed <laughs> on painkiller already. Word <laughs> is out. He's getting gay a day before he needs to. A day early. Carry on. All right. Um. So <laughs> I'm getting it on Saturday, and uh, that should be enough time for me to learn the basics down pat. But um, I think the main thing on that game is getting the movement down. I think once you get the dashes down and whatnot, you're going to reign supreme in there. <laughs> I don't even know. Is it is it significantly different, or what's going on with double, the movement? Yeah, there's double jump, and while you're in that, getting ready to do the double jump, you could dash to the left, to the right, forward, backwards. Well, I don't know if you do backwards, but... Oh, so it's a little like Borderlands or... Did you play Destiny? Titanfall? More like Destiny. All right, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Titan, I meant Titanfall, yeah. Yeah, Titanfall yeah. is the closest uh, movement that I know of. I haven't played um, Advanced Warfare, but... Titanfall had that same sort of dash left, right, sprint, and double jump concept. Yeah, when you were in a Titan, it's similar just to that. Yeah, except the Titan uh -huh. didn't have double jump, but the, yeah. the player did. What'd they call the player in Titanfall? Does anyone remember? Pilot. 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 Yeah, yeah, pilot. pilot. When you're a pilot, you had double jump, and when you're in the Titan, you had a, a concept of like a dash, and yeah. you put it together, and you've got advanced warfare-like movement. Pretty much, yep. But I'm actually, I'm actually excited for it. Um... Infinity Ward tweeted, or not, they didn't tweet, but Infinity Ward made Ghost, and it was probably the worst Call of Duty in the franchise so far. Um, towards the end of the year, they couldn't maintain the numbers that they had for any other Call of Duty prior. And to me, personally, I think it was because of the time to kill. You know, you got three bullets to your big toe and you're dead. And, mm. you know, campers, they would love that. You don't have enough time to respond to anybody sitting in a corner, because by the time you turn, you're dead. And I think, personally, that's why Ghost fell off. But hmm. with Advanced Warfare, even if it's the same time to kill, you see a camper, you're going to dash out of the way, and he ain't going to know what hit him. Bam, he's dead. The big maps bugged me. I, I didn't play the DLC maps, so it might be a, a fairly different game now by the time all the DLC comes out. What, Ghost or yeah. Advanced Warfare? Uh, Ghost. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Ghost. But, um, you know, I, I just found it... You're better than me. I'm sure you were able to rush. But whenever I rushed, I felt like I was... Running across the open like a you know a little turkey at the fair. Does that make no, sense? The shooting that's, gallery. That's definitely what happened. <laughs> and and like I I don't know ghosts that well, but what's the map? It's like open grass field with lots of rubble fences. Uh, Stonehaven. Yeah, I, it is Stonehaven. And um, you know I, I I had a hard time just navigating that map. If you want to rush, which is what people like to watch in YouTube videos. Yeah. It, that map is a camper's delight. You know, just it find is. a spot and, and pick off the people who are foolishly rushing. It is. You had to scale the outside of the map on that, definitely, to flank a lot of people. And that's the only way I, I prospered on that map. I um, was to do that. Yeah. In, in Domination, though, sometimes that's not an option, right? Like, I guess <laughs> no, it is not. if you're just going for kills. <laughs> but, you know, you, you got to put yourself in, in dangerous situations, and you're just standing there out in the open while the whole map looks at you. If you want, man, you can use your teammate as a meat shield, and when he gets picked off, you know where to look, and then you're good to go, pretty much. You could be a dickhead like that. Uh, so, I know that Polestar's getting uh, Advanced Warfare. Who else is, and what for con and for what consoles? I don't even know if I will. Is there a Horde mode? Uh, they actually said they're... I don't know. It's incognito, basically. Oh. <laughs> I won't know until I have the game, but it's been talked about. T. Martin talked about it. On his YouTube videos, and oh. and yeah, that's the, I guess that's the only stipulation for me. If it does have horde mode, I'll buy it. If not, probably not. 
Because I, I think Sledgehammer leaked out a screenshot of, like, zombie-looking Advanced Warfare exosuit dudes. Oh, then I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be zombies, though. Like, I don't like fucking... I don't want to shoot aliens. I don't want to shoot, like... People. I want zombies. I want zombies. I want zombies in exosuits. I want them to dash, dash out of the way during gunfire. I want, like, smart AI if it's going to be zombies. No, I want them as dumb as conceivably possible. <laughs> and easy yeah. To kill. Train them up. Here's what... That BS on the you know terrain where they set rocks up so I can't do exactly what I want to win easy. That's what I play for. Yeah, I'm not trying to challenge myself. It's horde mode. And <laughs> and it's okay if you put them in spacesuits or exosuits or whatever. Um, but but when you shoot them, I want them to like I want them to malfunction and then those guys to rocket up like a bottle rocket and explode. I want some cool special zombies. I want cool uh, uh, effects with the envi- environmental effects. I want the whole the whole bit. I agree. Yeah, I don't want them to have ranged attacks either. I like it when they actually have no, to hit like, like, you, like maul don't you. Don't be spitting anything at me. Don't be throwing shit like you're you're a zombie. You I, just I, walk in a straight line t- in that big crowd and let me shoot this giant. Let's go next level. But, I would like them to stand still. <laughs> <laughs> I want them in a hole. I want to be on top of the hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also I don't like, want the entire floor of every map to burn you to death if you stand still. I oh, hate that. God, what the yeah. fuck, Treyarch? Like, you, you really seem to go out of your way to make sure that people can't have fun in zombies. Like, let's put lava all over the ground. Let's. Uh, I was training people on the on the one of the masters lava on the ground, and a bus comes driving by, and now I'm stuck in a corner. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, like holy. Yeah. Seriously, well, you parked a bus in my field? That it's not fair. It. It, I, they've game developers don't understand this, I think sometimes. But what what really pisses players off is inconsistency, unfair and the, unfair things happening to you. Like that that bus shouldn't have, if that bus hadn't have been there at that random amount of time, then like you wouldn't have had an issue. So you kind of died unfairly. It feels bad. It's it, mm-hmm. if you died because like there were just too many of them and you weren't shooting well, you re, you shouldn't have reloaded right then. You're like ah shit, I fucked up. I'll be, I'll play better next time. This is a learning experience. But if the bus shows up and you just get like blocked out between some lava, a bus, and four zombies, and you just get mauled, yeah. you're just like, well, fuck you, bus. Now I don't even want to play. I'll go back and play fucking some other game. Yeah, that's those zombies that can one-hit you. Like usually, like in the beginning when you're trying to get your knife kills, and there's just that one guy just throat punches yeah. through the window, and you're just dead immediately. He throws like a double he, double whack. He's like left, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, as Merka pointed out, like, they often seem to design the map in such a way that you can't kite zombies. You know, they're doing everything they can to stop you from being able to run a lap. Players still find out a way anyways. <laughs> yep. That's true, but why? Like, if I told you I'm designing a game... Because there I'm doing is everything I... Treyarch, like me, whose sole purpose in life is to destroy fun. <laughs> and quite frankly, if ever they lose their job, you can contact me on Twitter. Because <laughs> it sounds like something that I would be great at. I know exactly what would pierce people off. Mm. Are you getting the game, Kitty? Uh, depends if awake at midnight when it comes out. I have out. an I idea, don't... Kitty. You can keep <laughs> this one in your pocket if you ever get the job. Random gun malfunctions. Yes, right? The odd yeah. jam. Yeah, every so often and your you gun jams. Maybe like you get a defective round that blows up and takes mm-hmm. out the barrel, so now you've got no barrel on your gun. Well, every and so you, often. You have to call a hotline and ask someone, all right, and, and I'm screwing it back on that. Well, you're not going <laughs> to want to do that, sir. You're yeah, like Microsoft the support. Again. And yeah, That's a kill you have to call Microsoft support. I got a kill streak. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So there's two kinds of ammo crates. One of them gives you ammo, like refills your grenades, gives whatever your specialty is as well. Um, but there is an offensive uh, one you could call in that would be like all of those things booby-trapped. So if the enemy grabs those grenades and tries to use them, they blow up. If they, if they load their guns with that ammo, their gun blows up. Stuff like that. That'd be cool. Doesn't that exist? That, that was a kill streak already. Which game had that? You could... Uh, you could Battle Warfare 3. Box. Well, they yeah. had... No, yeah, was... they, they had them booby-trapped, so if you tried to get anything out of it, you just died. It but I'd crazy. like to be There was ammo. one you could literally, like, drop a fake one. You didn't just convert it with Engineer. You, it dropped... Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was Modern Warfare 3. It was just, yeah. uh, it was on the support one. But okay. I think what yeah, Kyle's talking about isn't just having the booby-trap go off in the box. He's talking about them reloading, then, yeah. like, going to B-flag, and then when they shoot, it just blows up in their face like a cartoon. Yeah, that way it would be realistic. <laughs> like, like that's a thing. I saw that that was being done in Syria. Like, uh, ammo was being... Hot loads of ammo were being, like, um, sent in to some of the fighters, and they were blowing their guns up. You just put too much gunpowder, or the wrong kind of too, mu the too much gunpowder in the round when it's loaded, and it'll blow your fucking gun up. Or at least break it. Would That's it kill idea. the guy, or would they have to go around with just their secondary? They'd be horribly mangled and not able to walk correctly. Okay, you so do they become a zombie? Face. <laughs> yeah, just a fucked up face. They're wailing. <laughs> yeah, I'd like something like that. I, so, so wait, um, Kitty, I didn't ask if you were going to get it at midnight. I asked, are you going to buy it? I don't know. I, I, okay. I'm kind of meh. We'll see, I'll see how I feel when it comes out and who gets it. And Kyle, you? Yeah, I'm going to get it for PC. See, oh, that's interesting, right? And I was going to say, if, if you talked to me six, nine months ago, I'd be like, I buy whatever game is best for that, I buy for whatever platform it's best on. Assassin's Creed, it's a console game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, I don't know. Mostly console, PC. I guess. I don't PC. think the new one's PC. even... It's not even out yet, is it? Or maybe it is now, I remember hearing about it. Don't roast you at live, buddy. Just say PC and move along. But Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> is the new one out on PC yet? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's, it's amazing on PC. It's got a big fan base. I've actually, oh, like I said, I, I played Quake for 10 years, right? And it was, it was a PC game. And I loved PC for the majority of my childhood. But the amount of hackers and, you know, mm -hmm. stats that weren't viable to actually read, that, you know, you, you question if it's, if it's legitimate or not, you know, that's what killed it. it killed the fun for me. That's true. So I, went I was, to now, nine months ago, I just bought it for whatever platform was best. Now, I kind of just buy for PC. My, my console's not really set up to record or even use. You know, this monitor doesn't have multiple inputs on it anymore. I just, it'd be a pain in the butt to try to get, uh, try to get my PC going or my my console going. So, uh, if it's good for PC, I'll probably buy it. If it's not, I probably won't. Hmm. Unless maybe I set up my consoles in the new house or something, and it becomes more viable. I think I want to play it on PC. I think I think I do. I think I want to see it. And I keep hearing about frame rates and and, and that it's 900p bullshit from some games on the consoles. And I don't even want to get in. I I want the full maximum I can get out of it. I want I want it all. That's uh, what a lot of PC people want, man. They want that that sexy quality. And I was the same way, definitely. But after a while, gameplay is going to stick out more than the quality, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I played the last card on PC. I played Modern Warfare 3 on PC. Not very much, but a little bit. And uh, at the time, I was worse on PC than I am now. And I struggled a lot. Like, a lot. You know, and I was playing Modern Warfare 3 daily on the console. So I was I was good, right? I'm not as on Pwnstar.com, but I, you'd want me on your team. And then I go to PC, and you would not want me. <laughs> not on your team. <laughs> you want me on the other team. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to struggle. I've got I've definitely gotten a lot better with the keyboard and mouse. I played a lot of Daisy, like I don't know, 20 or 30 hours it seemed like and mm-hmm. um Borderlands we've been lately. playing a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Borderlands lately. I, I feel like I've got it down, especially for Borderlands. Like I I'm I'm 100% confident at Borderlands, um but COD is, requires a little bit more uh, yeah, fine tuning. The thing about COD is like the things I do on console like jump strafe sideways through a window. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm there yet even now on a keyboard and mouse. Mm. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, there's all sorts of crouch jumping things that I would do on console that I, you know, you know how you get over walls and stuff quickly you know, through mm-hmm. windows. I, I don't do that the same on PC. And, uh, I'm just a little slower. I played with hmm. Incredible Orb. <sighs> that guy really does dominate, like he does in his videos. He was dropping double nukes and stuff a lot uh, on PC. He's very good. People like that guy and Pwn Star, I think they, you always just kind of bother me because I'll be like doing a pub stomp or like a couple really good games, and I'll be like, I'm pretty dope at this. I'm pretty good. <laughs> and then they'll come in and just, I'll be like, oh, no, I remember. I'm not. This is, <laughs> you know, this, I got to pretend for three lobbies, but this is the real deal. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's right. I'm just better than 99% of the people. This is the 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Reality check, granted. <laughs> I don't even know if I was ever better than 99%. You know, it was somewhere high, though, like 90th, 95, you know, like it, if there's 12 people in the lobby and I'm typically first, you know, that, that would make you what? Top 10%-ish? Yeah. But um, yeah. not top 1%. Like, you, you know, I, I don't think I was ever that guy. Yeah. Never the guy that makes whole lobbies leave. Not because of the team, but because of just that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, speaking of which, dude, new game. I can't wait to play Mortal Kombat X. Oh, my God, that game looks so sexy. I don't know if you guys are into fighting games. I'm not, but I'm kind of interested in that. I uh, I, I read a little bit about it. I haven't seen any um, screenshots <laughs> or anything from it, but uh, I'm interested in it. And I feel like it would be a... I feel like fighting games are like the perfect competitive game. Like you can say what you want about like a 1v1 or a team-based game and a first-person shooter. There's so many variables. But with a fighting game, it's just you start here, I start here, same bag of tricks, let's go. And it's um there's something to be said about that. Lag. I definitely agree. I can agree 100%. Um I play FPS. I love watching Tekken on Twitch. I don't watch anybody play FPS. I watch fighting games and that's like my bread and butter. I love watching it. So I actually picked up on a lot of Tekken. And Tekken Tekken's really technical fighting game. It's very hard to learn. Just to master one character would take about a year. And there's like 50 characters on there. But, That's uh, crazy. It's, I watch, it's fun. I watch personalities on Twitch. I don't even care what game they're playing. You know, I, I usually go to the people who are the most viewers because oftentimes they're funny or interesting or there's something about them that made them stand out and, uh, you know, I don't know. See who they are. It's a weird thing. It's like an unfiltered look at somebody. And that's what I find interesting. To, I mean, I, I, I can agree with you and I see where you're coming from. At the same time, I think to myself, like, what if it's a front? Are you fronting? Or are you like that in real life? Um, I kind of want to get to know somebody on a personal level like that if it's true. So it kind of leaves me in doubt when I try to search for someone like that. You're right. But I, I, to me, the fronts, it's easy to do on YouTube, right? Where you're like, all right, it's a pre-recorded thing. You upload it when you're happy with it. With Twitch, yeah. you know, it's live. Oh, actually, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. yeah. 
I have bad days on Twitch. It's kind of hard to swallow sometimes. Who and doesn't? A lot of viewers <laughs> pick up on it, but you know, what can you do? I it's um so I Minecraft stream. I stream Minecraft a lot. And uh, I get picked on a lot, like even on my own server. Like we, we did a new kit PVP server, which probably means nothing to you, but picture like a free for all with 90 people in it, but it's sword fighting. And uh, I get into like 1v12s all the time. And I am maybe average. So if we 1v1, I'll win about half the time. 1v12, I'm just getting rocked, destroyed repeatedly. I can hardly make my points. The stream is just me being wrecked by my subs. And it's it's like, can we stop this? Can we do something it's, else? It's like that on my end, too. Um, they, I get session joiners in my games, and they always try to shut me down, like, as far as gameplay goes. And that's what's happening to you. They know that, you know, you're live streaming. They want to shut you down, and they get a kick out of it. There's that, or they um they just like to be on you know TV like you know yeah they want to yep. be seen and uh, yeah I don't think they are hating me I I think they just like being part of the show and don't really realize that like on my side of it it's a pretty rough experience and uh but whatever you know sometimes it's like that and sometimes it's not sometimes we win. Want to talk about the Pope Woody, my boss? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pone, do you want to take off? Um, it's up or to you guys, to be honest. I'm just kicking it right now. Okay, all right. So the Pope came out and said, let me see, I have a link here, and I don't want to get it wrong. Um, Before you get into that, I am going to head off, because my back's starting to get a little painful, so I'm going to go okay. chill out in the hot tub. But it was okay. fun. Mm. Well, you guys you your... Take care. Take care. Bye, see you later, guys. Bye. So the Pope came out in favor of science stuff that we don't typically associate with, um, with the church. And he said, when we read about creation in Genesis, we run the risk of imagining God was a magician with a magic wand able to do everything. But that's not so. He created human beings and let them develop according to the internal laws that he gave each one so they would reach fulfillment. Um, God is not a divine being or a magician, but the creator who brought everything to life. Evolution in nature is not inconsistent with the notion of creation because evolution requires the creation of beings that evolve. Um, that's the that core the of it. the furious backpedaling of every religion. Like, well, you know, this kind of works too. You know, I know we crucified and, you know, killed people for saying this like 500 years ago, but we can't deny it anymore. We have to kind of try and shoehorn it in. That, like, yeah, no, so that works. It he's works. pro evolution. I think he's pro Big Bang, but I didn't find the quote in there. But he was kind of okay with the Big Bang theory. He's kind of okay with evolution. But the way that he's sort of lining it up is that God or the Creator sort of laid out a set of rule. Like he he built chemistry and physics and those things. And now what's happening is just his initial plan is being executed. Wow. The the challenge with it for me, like like Taylor was starting to say, is it feels like every time they get backed into a corner with like, dude, we have overwhelming scientific proof. There's tons yeah. of like geology that proves that this is what's going on, and and it's getting tougher and tougher to explain your your position. They say, all right, now we may have declared this as an immutable position, something that can't change, and the right answer, the answer key, the undeniable religious background it says right here in the bible what more proof do you want this is the bible it's the word of god i know that it's true because it says it right here 
And then they just sort of back up and like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? This is, you know, it's just a guideline. And now we kind of accept your science most of the way. God started the one little hole that we haven't filled yet. And, you know, if I told you that the reason the sun shines is because fucking, I don't know, birds sing, and then you prove that it's something else, that it's, you know, gases or nuclear, whatever the hell makes the sunshine, maybe you guys know, um, then, uh, then, like, the, the undeniable, immutable, this is what the truth is thing, like, you can't take that stance. I like what science does, where they say, this is a theory, and this is a law, and, you know, these are the things we figured out undeniably, and these are the things that are our best guesses. It's just moving the goalposts all the time. Just well, science does that too. It's just that that's part of their process. You know, like, yeah. look, we're not sure about this. This is my best guess so far. And But with religion, they say we are absolutely sure about this. And then anything else is a backpedal of moving the goalpost, uh, a challenge. Are any of you guys um, religious? No. Not really. The no, um, atheists, yeah. <laughs> the um, the guy who invented the Big Bang Theory was a priest, though. Like, like the guy who authored it. Heretic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the Big uh, the Big Bang Theory has definitely been challenged by religious circles, right? Like, you've seen that a lot, where they say, no, no, Big Bang Theory is bullshit. What started the Big Bang? No, no, no. Well, it's... okay, well, you can't throw the Catholic... Well, well, we're talking about the Pope and the Catholic Church. Yeah. Not just religion. I want you to address the issue like as us, like we, like as if you're actually <laughs> on their side during this. Oh, um, we feel it's unfair. <laughs> we we have we have felt for a long time that it's um, because it, it's that the Big Bang theory made the most sense for the uh, the origin of of uh, all existence, and we think that uh, you know that was I think I think the idea is that they think that God did all of those things. And and while it does sound really easy to explain everything, um, I think that's their stance, and it has been for some time. Because I know John Paul II, John Paul II has made very similar remarks to what Francis is saying now. I just think there wasn't as much internet, uh, and and weren't as many redditors around uh, back then. Internet, but yeah, it certainly getting silly at how much they're having to change. And isn't that kind of in and of itself even saying, oh well, that's just you know he put this into place. It's like. So then does that mean that Ebola and, you know, piranhas and mosquitoes, these were all necessary parts? Like the guys in the universe couldn't... Have you ever seen signs when he he (laughs) gave the little kid asthma so he wouldn't inhale the poison? God works in mysterious ways, Mirka. Just just deal with it. Maybe they could have done with no poison. (laughs) No, God likes a show. (laughs) But so now, Mel Gibson now, wouldn't have learned anything if he did that, would he? The pro, I'm sorry, the Pope is now saying evolution is legit, and this is a thing that that you know God kicked off. And you know, how many Christians have you heard say, "I didn't come from a monkey"? Indignantly, yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot. A lot of Christians don't think Catholics are Christians. Or a lot of Protestants yes. don't. Very um, common. All right, I got a new topic here. Okay, what you got? Um, so a man was cleared of um, possession of illegal pornography after it was after it turned out that the tiger in his pornographic video was in fact just a man in a tiger suit. So a British man was arrested for owning quote unquote extreme porn featuring a woman having sex with a tiger. Uh, he was cleared after lawyers realized the cat was in fact a man in a costume. Andrew Holland was arrested <laughs> and charged with possessing bestiality porn after friends sent him the clip as a joke. 
The footage appeared to show a woman having sex with the wild animal. The 51-year-old bus driver spent a stressful six months on bail and suffered a near heart attack after being targeted by online vigilantes. Uh -huh. Mistakenly labeled a pedophile, he was banned from seeing his young daughter for more than a year. And he <laughs> told the independent that he lost his job and was also forced to leave his hometown. But his case... But his case was finally dropped in December of 2009 after investigators realized that the tiger in the footage was actually a man wearing a costume. They discovered their embarrassing mistake after listening to the clip again and heard the man echoing Frosted Flakes mascot Tony the Tiger's famous catchphrase. <laughs> They're great! <laughs> Holland, whose computer was confiscated over an unrelated domestic dispute that didn't end in charges, is now demanding a change in the law. He wants to prevent harmless but crude jokes from ending in prosecution. Please wow. tell me this wasn't oh America. God. Or if it was it's America, tell me it was Florida. <laughs> Probably not Britain. Not America. It was in Britain. That mm. is fucking awful. How dumb do you have to be to mistake a man in a... Who was the person that ruined him? Is like, is that, is that a 600-pound muscle cat that lives in the jungle? Or, oh, no, that's just a human being. That's just a human. My bad. Like, what a dumb thing. And that guy got ruined because someone can't identify animals. <laughs> I a zoologist for his defense team. He got, he got Jack Hanna up on the witness stand. Well, Mr. Hanna, exhibit A here, we, we can clearly see a large Bengal tiger engaging in coitus with a young female. Uh, uh, excuse me, um, that's a dude. Yeah. <laughs> it seems the tiger was made almost exclusively of polyester. Real like, tigers <laughs> don't say, they're great. <laughs> oh, that's awful, but they ruined his fucking life. And you know what? They don't say in that article explicitly, but the cause of all this was his cunt of a wife. Oh. oh. Ooh. So his she ratted him out. No, his wife totally called in a domestic dispute complaint. Turned out it was an unfounded thing. And because of that, they took his computer and they found a video that a friend had sent to him as a joke, who hasn't received one of these, of a dude dressed as a tiger fucking a lady, and they saw that and racked him up on bestiality charges. Who hasn't dressed as a tiger and fucked someone? Not me, not yet. Anyways, that sounds. Oh, he's just the horse. Let head. he who is not dressed as a tiger fuck a woman cast the first stone. Dude, I'm gonna use that mask tonight. Oh uh, yeah, that's there we go. Oh, he who awful. is without sin. That's, that's funny, but man, that is just the worst. The, the whole time the guy had to just be like, this can't be really what's happening. I'm on a show. Nobody could mistake a human being in a, you know, Tony the Tiger suit. <laughs> I want to see the a video. A 500 now. pound animal. Let me find the video. Oh, oh God, you're going to get fucked it. if that video's on your computer. It's clearly not. Like, like, I, got, I got a precedent here for the legality of this fucking video. <laughs> um, let's see. What now, we'll now, the question is, is, is that still extreme porn? No. No, you want extreme porn? Lemonparty.org. That's extreme porn. Mm. Oh. Yeah, That's check it out, viewers. Some older ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be scarred oh. for life if you look that up. Uh, I saw someone at a political rally suggest that you go to lemonparty.org oh. for like a third party <laughs> candidate. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's great. Man, that's just awful that they did that. They ruined that guy's life over a silly joke and their own fucking stupidity. Um, mm hmm. That, yeah, that, that's it is terrible. pretty awful. Is he, he, can't, he can't sue or anything, can he? I think he, that's. 
uh, I don't know, British law. In yeah, America, you, in America, in America, you could probably sue. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a little bit more litigious than the, than most, but you could sue him for like libel or something, right? Or slander? I don't know. I don't. He could probably sue maybe a news organization who said something about him so, like that. Whoever what, called him a pedophile. What for was sure. the motivation of the cunt of a wife? Oh, because because this all stemmed from a false domestic dispute um, call. His wife called a domestic. His wife called um, the police. Uh, the police came and took his computer, and then they found the video, and then he got the charges, and then his life was ruined. Did she manipulate it so they would take his computer? Like he's been beating me with his laptop. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm reading into this a lot. I just I just generally think it's a good idea to blame the woman involved. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had it. Oh, oh, I want to talk sand peppers for a little bit. Somehow this leads okay. into that in my head. Did you want to keep going on this? I want to go pee. Take the camera with yourself. An apple, some celery sticks. Pop I probably I, I I may grab a snack while I'm there. Would you like something? Yes. Uh, well, wait, wait. Before I answer, will you be washing your hands? Absolutely <laughs> not. My dick is clean. No, that's all you do. Do you keep it? <laughs> All right, I'll be right. Back. I I don't I think I know who Sam Peppers is, but I'm not sure. He's the ass grabber. Yes. Yeah, I don't think too too poorly of him, though. I think that he should probably get an ass beating. Yeah. Oh, right. he's a criminal. I'm sorry. I'll be back. Yeah, I don't know anything about him aside from what Boogie said last week, and that was that's about what Kyle summed up in the last eight seconds. I'm assuming you guys are the PKA. I think we we mentioned it. Yeah, we watched the video, talked about it. Okay, I gotta find that one because. Oh, you um, haven't seen it? No, I have not. This is uh, the Sam Peppers video. I haven't Before even seen you... that one either. Believe it or not. Wait, what video we're we talking about? I haven't seen that at all. I've seen the Ray Rice. I didn't hear you guys talk about it yet, but I have not seen the Sam Pepper at all. You just uh, Google search them. I I have it actually. And just give me one second, and I'll. I don't know if you can see the whole video, but you'll definitely get the gist of it here. I'm actually using an app. I don't even know if I could back out of this and still maintain the call. All right. Let's find out. Oh, we're good. Good deal. So you can see, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to risk copyright here and you can see he's got like a fake hand. He's it's kind of tucked in his shirt. And he's able to have a conversation with girls. And, you know, they can't tell who did it. Why does this guy have a sumo wrestler haircut? Where <laughs> top of his head has hair and he's got it in a little tiny ponytail. I didn't know about him before this video. Like, before he got in all this hot water. And um, apparently he was on a TV show, like the British version of Big Brother, maybe. Um, I think I have that right, actually. So he's kind of known even outside of youtube you know that launched his youtube career and he does these prank videos the new wave of prank videos is cringy and awful thank you that i couldn't have that's perfect cringy and awful it, it, the old school prank guys like i don't even know prank versus prank right do you know them i've seen a couple of theirs there's kind of a, a muscled italian guy dating this pretty girl she might be blonde and um uh, they pull pranks on each other and it's kind of cute and it's within the context of what seems to be a healthy relationship mm -hmm. and and it I don't know they're just good videos um, they've done so many of them at some point you question whether or not they're genuinely surprised like 
If you've butted the floor on me a hundred times, at some point, it's not like, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. this guy and this style. Like, I haven't even watched it yet, but I can tell just by watching his entire, like, shtick is like, hey, watch me have no shame over here. Yeah. And then I'm going to go over there and have no shame. And then so, watch me embarrass myself and have no shame on that street corner. It's like, oh, dude, you're just making everybody uncomfortable like, who's watching this. Going to the ghetto or, like, mistreating women seems oh, to be the those. new prank thing. So, like, I'm going to go yell something mean at someone. That's not a prank. Yeah, right? That's I'm going to pretend to steal a phone, then just shout out it was just a prank, you know, repeatedly. Yeah. And, um... Uh, what was I saying? So, uh, oh, so sandpeppers, you guys saw like, you know, this chick that got him in all this hot water, he would grab girls butts and you couldn't see as I was doing it, but the audio is like, you know, don't do that. This makes me uncomfortable. And, uh, um, he later came out and said it was a social experiment all along, which nobody bought. Um, he did later say that they weren't strangers, that these were like paid actresses, which I don't know if I can believe that or not. Um, I, is it really sexual assault, though? On it. Taylor, is it sexual assault? What he did? Did you see it? Him squeezing the girl's butt? I haven't butt? seen it. I haven't uh, there's a link in the, in the chat. Oh, I thought we were watching it together. I'll check it out. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like reading an article on it right now. The fake so he has a fake hand? Pinch prank. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll show it to everyone again. Um... So the guy comes out with a fake hand and that enables him to sort of squeeze a girl's butt um, and get away with it a little better. Yeah, that's, this isn't even a prank. Like, what's the, what's the payout? What's the win at the end? It's, it's the like, fake hand just, butt pinch prank. That's so... This dude hasn't been blasted in the face yet? Yeah, he should get blasted in the face, this <laughs> asshole. You figure some broad would turn around and just wham! Yeah, Blast it in the face people. means something different to me. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, this. Oh, yeah. He had another one. And I haven't seen this video, so I'm cautious about talking too much about it. But apparently he'd handcuff himself to a pretty girl and not release the cuffs until she kissed him. Now, I don't know if... The, I think... I think in some cases they were kisses on the cheek. In some cases they were kisses on the lips. Um, you know, it, it's been described as make out, but I, I would be surprised if they actually like, like freaking went down passionately kissing him. Um, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to Google one, it. Yeah, that one one minute clip I just watched of the dude. I just do not. Yeah, that's douchey. He looks like a douche. Yeah, there's no. Why have your hair like that too? I know. Oh. How many YouTube subs does he have? Uh, I have no idea. YouTube. I'm trying to search right there. Is his channel Sam Pepper? Mm. Official Sam Pepper. Oh, official. All the other imitators. <laughs> All the imposters. He's got 2,365 subs. <laughs> mm. Must be doing something. Yeah. Just Losses. needlessly groping people on the street. That's crazy. I didn't even know about this dude. I've seen him before. I've seen this picture before, but so after this happened, um, after he, uh, you know, did, I'm trying to think. It. Oh, oh. So after he got called out, the butt pinch video is what really got attention. They started looking through his library, and he had a bunch of videos that were equally offensive. Which, in my mind, is not good behavior, but not overly the 
over the top they're calling him a sexual predator they're calling him a rapist for like butt pinching and, and well he's not a rapist he looks like one sort of but <laughs> well <laughs> I wouldn't I, argue with you about let's that. let's turn it around Let, let's say uh, Taylor that without your consent a girl pinched your butt uh, well that's a different set of standards should it be I agree it well yeah it should be it should be a different set of standards because there are different implications to when a woman is squeezing a man's ass than when a man's screaming, squeezing a woman's. I guess it's, I could understand as a chick feeling like, oh, well, I really don't have any say in this if he decides to go any further. Whereas with a guy, unless she's like, you know, Ronda Rousey, you can shut things down and you still feel pretty comfortable with it. But either way, it, it's kind of it's <laughs> violating. Holy crap. <laughs> Jesus, Kyle. <laughs> is that it? He's got a big clown mask on. Kyle... It Costume number three in the first two hours. Nice, Kyle. That's going to be hard to breathe in, man. I know my unicorn was really hard. <laughs> what if this isn't even Kyle? And he was murdered oh. by a clown to get a snack upstairs. <laughs> no, he brought a knife. <laughs> <laughs> he, like if he lifted well, up like a fake Kyle head right now, that would be so good. <laughs> um, so I've got a lot of costumes, believe it or not. Um, I have more. But do you want to talk about the scary fucking clowns that have been terrorizing Cali, or are we still talking about that guy that's calling the rapist because he pinched one? What? I didn't even hear about that either. I, I we think we should that after we're done with this yeah. guy, or I'm pretty much done with it. Seems like a douche who makes unfunny videos based on my I'm just torn on of watching. So, so women have come out of the blue and said that he raped them, and I feel like they're they don't have any proof. None of them do. And I was talking to my daughter about it, and and she's like, you know how hard it is. To, you know, tell the world that you're raped and how traumatic it is and things like that. And I just... But but are they opportunists? Is this guy actually a rapist? There's no proof. None. And, and I hate to well, be pro-rapist yeah, on this thing. Culture. Yeah, now we're into a culture that even, like, questioning if something did happen is like, Ah, you're in favor of it! Like, it's like, well, no, let's just see what the facts are. Let's not jump the gun. Yeah, it's hard but, to. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. Kyle, the audio is so bad with the mask on. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah, working. Is it? Is it still bad? That totally fixed it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, this will work. <laughs> like even if he, I just I can't get over that he's like, oh, I, I paid those actresses. Apparently, according to what you told me, Woody, it's like, what if you were going to hire them? Wouldn't you have a better scheme set up, a better prank? Instead of like, hey, watch me, I'm going to violate this person, and then we're going to stand awkwardly for three seconds while I point at someone else walking by. It's mm -hmm. like, where's yeah. the cash out? Nobody's winning. You're yeah, just a dude who wanted to think of a way to grab someone's ass. That's I, don't, I don't see it as a prank. Like, There's that one guy who drives up the fast food windows and pretends like there, there's no one in the car and it drives away. Who is that? I forget who he is. <laughs> I've seen the video, know. though. Does he but dress as a car fun. seat? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's clever. Those are pranks. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, all right, so, um, actually, this isn't the mask. I've got the mask in the back somewhere, but uh, DM pranks, those guys, uh, I think they're from Italy, who do the cr scary clown shit where, like, they make it look like they kill somebody or they chase people with flamethrowers or they, like, uh, you know, there's one where he's, like, dressed as, like, a warlock or something. These people come walking down a path in a park, and they've got, a, they've got this guy rigged up so he, they can, like, hoist him up, but you can't see the wires, and the warlock's, like, using magic to, like, hang this guy in the air. And uh, he really, it, they just freak people out and scare people. But this guy's grabbing their asses. It does seem like a violation. He's not. I, I, that's some form of assault. I don't know. Yeah, I just I feel like there's an overreaction there. By a scrawny Macklemore. I mean, that's just my opinion. 
I, I see. I guess you guys aren't tied into just how extreme the reaction to the butt grabbing has been, and uh, and I might be wrong here. Maybe there's people who know more about this than me, and, and it warranted it. But what I've heard is two pranks. One, he put a handcuff on a girl and asked for a kiss. Someone's touching their mic. And and two, he put a fake hand in. I don't think it was you, Kyle. He put a fake hand in and uh, and grab a butt. And both of them are inappropriate behavior. But I. They're talking about him like he's a real rapist. Well, see, I don't know anything about that. I just know what has been relayed to me here about it. But yeah. I, if the response is just that he's a creepy, probably shitty dude, then I can understand that yes. if he has been groping people for no reason, you know, just under the auspice of a prank, which, like, you know that that wasn't. Like, that was just meant to shock people. And why do all pranks now, why can't it be a prank, like, driving through the drive-thru without someone in there where somebody wins or it's, like, the person getting pranked, laughs. Now it's just, like, I'm going to go agitate this person. <laughs> some yeah. kind of reaction. I'm not clever enough to come up with anything else, so I have to just berate and just right. fuck with people, you know? I'm going to be as big a dick as possible to warrant a reaction from them instead of, like, I don't know, something tricky or clever. I, it, yeah. I, I'm definitely not pro Sam Pepper. I just I'm questioning whether the whether people overreacted to a butt grab. Yeah, I mean he's definitely doing something wrong. He's a douche. Um, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what crime. He, I don't know if it's a crime or I don't know, I don't know what he's done wrong. But but I wouldn't like it if he did that to somebody I knew. Oh like, yeah, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I wouldn't like it if someone did that to me. That's that's just like a a thing. Like why would you do that? Like you yeah, just kind of. It's a really good way to get your ass kicked. Inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Way to get your ass kicked. These are all things I agree with. Branding him as an actual rapist and suggesting he, you know, spend prison time in there, like uh, that's well, that is certainly more extreme than the response I figured people would be giving him. Yeah, that's but and and I don't know that sexual predator. To me, I feel like when you hear sexual predator, probably the next thing that should pop into your head is what kind of sexual predator. And, And I've said this before, but. Like, okay, way up there at the top, violent rape, uh, kitty rape, you know, pedophile, that's the worst of the worst. But let's say that you're the kind of sexual predator who looked at um, child porn or the kind of sexual predator who looked at fake child porn, like where cartoons were drawn. That shit's illegal. But if you're looking at cartoon kitty porn, I, I don't put you on the same level as some, you know, priest raping an altar boy. If you're looking at, or um, maybe if, if you're 14 or if she's 14 and he's uh, 19, that's statutory rape, right? That's five years. You can't do that. But if it's consenting and, you know, they were dating, then I, I see that on a different level than, you know, the pedophile and violent rape. Well, yeah, it's obviously on a gradient. Like, but like squeezing people's asses like that—it's really shitty. It's a mean-spirited oh, thing to do. It's violating, example. but it's not the same as, you know, molesting a child or something. Another Obviously. kind of sexual predator: someone who urinated in public, right? Like maybe they yeah. peed on a wall. Now there's like public indecency and stuff like that. And I just, I just—is this guy a sexual predator? I guess he's on the spectrum somewhere. You know, like he's he's butt grabbing. I, I, I don't. It's confusing yeah, to me. He's sex predator light. <laughs> yeah. I like that. What a label. Yeah, he's sex, diet sex predator. Diet right? sex predator. It, it, it's the same taste, but 
you know, there's less penetration. Sugar free. But this guy does come off as a real scumbag, so I would not be surprised if like proof did come out later that he had been up to other nefarious stuff. Sure. Like yeah, if, if he was just going around doing Hansen, things. You know, hmm. be one of those. <laughs> I don't know. I just, nah, just want to see him. I just. Well, he should be given a fair shake. You know. Exactly. Yep. Like, like the tiger guy. <laughs> <laughs> like the just ruin his life for a year before we declare him innocent. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other tiger guy who just bowed his head wildly at him until he was eaten. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, that tiger guy. Now that was a real tiger. That yes. was a real tiger. I, I think we can all appreciate the difference between fake tigers and real tigers because real t- the real tiger will eat you and, and carry you away like like a like a squeeze toy. And the and fake tigers scream out, "They're great." <laughs> yeah, a guy in a suit yeah. is six feet tall and he'll fuck you. Like, like that, that's saying <laughs> they couldn't tell the difference because I can imagine like even the most realistic of tiger suits is not going to fool me. Like if there's fucking <laughs> going on, I'm gonna be like, well, look how his knees are bending. <laughs> he just slapped her ass. <laughs> he just pulled it out and gave her a, what the? No, that's not a tiger. Tigers don't do that. Tigers don't get facials. You want to talk about the creepy clowns in Cali? And sure, now, I don't even hear yeah. about that. I'm, I'm interested. All right, I so, love all these new stories you guys have that I haven't heard of. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's been going on for a while, a couple months now. Um, and I'm going to tell you the, what's been going on, and then I'm going to tell you what I think is actually going on. So these people have been dressing up as clowns and um, taking pictures of themselves and also just being spotted in, uh, in this place in California. I don't remember the town name. Um, but it was creepy. You see them on like security cameras and stuff like that, and they're often wielding pistols or knives or machetes or something, and they're creepy, and they were like showing up all over town. And then it started happening in Florida, and now it's happening in France. Now, my opinion about this is... Now, I heard someone say it was a student project of some kind, and maybe that's true, but it just so happens that American Horror Story 4's new season just started not too long ago, and it's all about uh, freak shows, and there's a clown character... It just feels like their type of viral marketing. Like, like I could see that sort of thing. I haven't heard this anywhere else. Now, I have heard the story. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Clowns terrorizing. But clowns have you been watching creepy. the new uh, American his- or horror story? The clown, um, that clown is scary. The I California have City? Watched. Was yours in California? Um, it's Yes. Oh, okay, then it's the same one. All right. Yeah, so I... I, I thought that was pretty clever, Kyle. I didn't put that together with the new American Horror Story. And, I can be wrong, but but it just seems like it's, it was timed throughout this, and, and I think they've done this sort of thing before. Um, it seems like... I can't remember what the news story was a while back, but but it, it was it was also linked to American Horror Story. Oh, the triple-titted woman. That was them fucking with us. That wasn't real. Oh, that really? Was that was them? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm... Yeah, I had a feeling that was fake. I love that. Uh, I did a chick with three tits. Like, <laughs> sure. Like, I'll suck one and like squeeze the others. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> the others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like squeezing one and sucking one. Like, that'd be great. Like, like you imagine the the like fully automatic motorboating. Like all like. Read my mind, You can't motorboat like that with two tits. It's like a motorboating a three titted woman is the same kind of artistic beauty as playing a masterpiece written for the, only written for a piano player with six fingers on each hand. It just can't be done by a normal human, that kind of motorboating, and I was all for it. 
And then it was yanked away from me when I found out it was a viral marketing campaign. <sighs> and I'm, I'm considering that this clown thing may have started in such a way and has now become sort of a thing. Like, like, like I, th I feel like they're trying to make scary clowns in parks a thing, and they need to stop making it a thing before they try to before they start doing it somewhere where people have guns. <laughs> it doesn't really seem like something that you have to push that hard, though. You know, like clowns are already scary to a lot of people. Like you don't need a viral campaign to, you know, spruce that up. I used to date a girl that was scared of clowns, so I can agree. A lot. I think most people date a girl who's scared of clowns. Clowns are fucking scary. My girlfriend dates a guy who's scared of clowns. It's me. What? <laughs> They're horrifying. They're horrifying. Like, I hate clowns. Ever I've since that movie came out, it it, it started trending. Stephen King. Um, and there was also like one with like alien clowns, and they were all misfigured and deformed and shit. Like, yeah, Kyle, turn the fog machine on. This is one costume that would look great with fog. <laughs> look at that face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ooh, eerie. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come back up as a priest, hopefully. <laughs> Mealy-mouthed, you know, rubber speech. I wish I were that talented. James <laughs> <laughs> Bond, like, like everything's new. <laughs> um. Oh. Let's see. Hmm. So the the clown thing was anybody hurt? I don't think anybody's been attacked. It's more of a creepy thing. They're just being weird. Like oh, like okay. people just show up and uh, are just like being spotted in places dressed as clowns and they leave. And they like stare people down on security stare security cameras down and just get weird and try to creep people out. It's not a violent thing. It's a creepy thing they're doing. Like they they know that they're they're that creepy and so they're yeah. just doing it for fun. Then that would be a good prank. Stand yeah. around in the mist and kind of scare people a little bit. I wouldn't do it in this country, um, because well, you're gonna get shot. You could easily get shot, you know, and and you might you're kind of asking for it if you're going out there and you're literally trying to put people in fear for their lives by posing as a monster. Like like he just shot him. Yeah, he thought you were a monster. Oh, so that's how it is. You're gonna blame <laughs> the victim. So There's just because someone wants to dress up as a serial killer or a monster. There's a very short list of times when it's okay to discharge a firearm at another uh, entity. And one of them is if the entity is a goddamn monster. So if you go out there and you're super convincing that, uh, and make people believe that you're literally a monster, then you might get shot. So I, I definitely wouldn't pull that kind of prank on anybody. I agree. Well, I think that's just very intolerant. You don't know if they've been a monster trapped in the body of a human the whole <laughs> and now they can finally right express themselves as they would like. You're so intolerant, bro. This is my true form. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a clown trapped in a man's body, and and I'm just expressing myself. That's why I'd like to go in the women's room. Wait, that's an me <laughs> Just go with, okay, I don't want to be intolerant, clown. Yeah. Oh, I also forgot I'm a transgender murderous clown. I'm a transgender clown. Why do you have to be so uh, <laughs> intolerant? Oh. All right, Kyle, i got a question for you. Okay. Um... Some of my fans are curious, dude. I don't know why. If you search yourself up on Google and Wikipedia pulls you up, you are FPS Russia, correct? Of course, yes. Okay, some people are so confused. No, that can't be him. It doesn't sound like him. <laughs> so on and so forth. Well, well I always forget that not everybody now. knows that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm English-speaking doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually I a used to watch all your videos, man. It, this stuff was awesome. 
Thank you. We're still making videos. I we, we I did one uh, last week with the uh, uh, the Chris Vector. We had a oh, silent really? Chris Vector. We blew up some clowns. Had some fun. We we did something with the uh, an H car a couple weeks before that's a semi-automatic 30 out of six assault rifle. It's pretty crazy. I think I think the last one I saw you in was when you were in a chopper. Oh yeah, that was really fun. We were talking about that the other day. That was fun. It looked fun. <laughs> Clark Kent is returning to us. Uh oh. Do you need a whole new topic? I have some if you don't. I do. We can go either way. Go ahead. I'm actually going to go lay my daughter down. All right. It's okay. Her, it's her bedtime. It was nice meeting all of you guys, and thanks for having me, Woody. Definitely oh, was. Nice. My pleasure. Uh, glad you came on. Right, Check him out. Phonestars.com with a Z. I'm be watching. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. All right, bye. Later. All right. Life is now fair. What is the most obvious difference? Hmm. The most obvious difference. Maybe everything's cheaper because there's because it costs. It, like it depends. We're all right. All right. Time out. The problem with your question is the word fair is subjective to interpretation. You have to define fairness before I can uh, predict fairness. I have to do no such thing. Is it like a communist kind of fairness? So, like to give my own personal, so my own personal view of fairness is... I, here's, here's what I was thinking. If life was fair, then everybody would be either equally good-looking or good-looking people wouldn't, <clears throat> wouldn't have substantial advantages, right? If you're tall and handsome and in shape, it's easier to get promoted at work. Uh, if you're a good-looking girl, I think the difference is in which the, the way the world views you is dramatically different. You know, if you're hot and young, like, here it is. How far away from the door do you have to be before someone holds it for you, right? If you're like 50 years old and heavy, that number might be 10 feet. If you're 18 years old and beautiful, the number could be 35 feet. <laughs> you know, people sit there. I might slow down, tie my shoe, wait on you to get to a normal distance from the door, and then hold it open. <clears throat> Slick move. I like it. It's Whatever good. it takes. It's good thinking. You got to gain your trust early, Woody. That's that's. The key. <laughs> yeah, Eighteen was too young, but make her twenty-two or something, and whatever. And, and you know, it, the the whole world's a little nicer. What do you, you do? Put her in the basement till she ripens up? Yeah, I call it the farm league. You know, like she's a double A player, and when she's ready to come out and play in the majors, she leaves the basement and enters the bed. The um, so I my, my number one difference: life is fair now. I, I think. You know, regardless of how handsome or beautiful you are, you get treated based on what's on the inside. But is that fair, technically? No, like, if you're so. no. to be in good shape and maintain yourself, then you it is fair for you to get certain allotments of you know respect for that. Whereas if you you know just don't bathe, don't brush your teeth, just don't let, take care of yourself at all, then you do in a way deserve some of those you know derisive comments or what have you, or just lessened opportunities or anything like that. That's I an agree. effective counterpoint, I think. Although I will say, you know, some of the things that might make someone less appealing are not their fault. Uh, True. Some things, you know, some people just, there's like facial structure and stuff like that. And the other is age. You know, if you're 66 years old, there's not much you can do to stay hot. No, there's nothing. Yeah, you're, it's over. Helen Mary's pretty hot. I know. There's going to be those exceptions, right? Like, no, not really, though. Not really. She's, a, she's pretty good for how old she is. Lucy Lou's 46. For how old she is. 
Yeah, that's the thing. But, There's a couple exceptions. Lucy Liu is one. Uh, uh, Mary Louise Parker. Is that the girl's name from Weeds? Yeah, saw a recent photo of her. It looks great. Her ass is well, just... Well, Lucy Liu is Asian, so she gets like an extra decade and a half, mm -hmm. you know, leniency there. 31! <laughs> uh, uh, Mary Louise Parker, she looks amazing. Um, but by and large, let's just admit, you know, that's the 1%. Most people, the other 99% just... Yeah, like it or not, you've aged. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I do see your point too. There is other stuff that's totally within your control. If yeah, we had to start splitting resources, it would be mind-boggling just how much less we got if we are defining fairs like everybody gets the same percentage of the world's resources. Like yeah. we would get shit compared to what we get now. As a computer programmer, I feel like I already started to see that. So, dude, I saw no. But, um, I got a quick interjection. Um, someone explained the other day that the average human being is like a 32-year-old Chinese man who's never driven a car and um, has less than than like $30 or something like that. Like if you if you level that playing field, it gets rough. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're right. It does get rough. But um, sometimes people on my channel will ask me like what they want to do for a living and things like that. On the like forefront of outsourcing, of course, is manufacturing that gets a lot of press. But the other thing is tech jobs. You know, the, the tech job industry in China and in India and in Russia, Bulgaria, these places have launched because people find it really easy to just, you know, instead of paying a, a, an American programmer, whatever, like 150 grand a year, they can get one who works for 30 grand a year in India. And, um, what happens is that like you know your wages go down and their wages go up and you find a global leveling of the playing field not quite level i mean you still earn more in america and you know, it's better but um the shucks when i think of jobs that that i would recommend to my kids i try to find stuff that's not easily outsourceable you know be a dentist be a speech therapist be a um garbage know. man a garbage man you know be something yeah. that's definitely going to happen where the money is and america has money you know there's a tremendous amount of money in this country and uh you know try to find a job where people need to pay for it locally they can't just ship it to china or whatever so um uh anyway life is fair <laughs> that global standard of living if it, if it evened out um that would be fair but as an american you wouldn't like it I don't think that it would, would be, be very fair. displeased. I don't think that would be fair because I feel like mm. people are where they are because they earned it in many cases, or they, you know, they took it. It's you're, you're fair. Like I said, fair it's is a subjective. really good point. Countries are where they are because it's, they earned it or took it or created it or made it happen. You know, Americans take you know. We as as workers sometimes are like, why do we get less vacation than anyone else in the world? But our country's also doing pretty well. Maybe it's because they fucking work you to death here. Um, uh, what was I going to say? You know, the, the, the reason that America does well is probably not because of us, but it's because of what Americans have been doing over the last two centuries. Agreed. And the same is probably true for uh, some of those poor countries, too. You're just shitty. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, shitty if, little if, bitch country. <laughs> if you're from a poor country, it can't. It, Pronounce it Stan. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a perfect example. If you're from Can't Pronounce It Stan, 
or you know need to be a raid stand need to be in Vedas stand or something whatever you are then um uh you're probably you know, let's just go afghanistan you know they haven't been doing the kinds of things over the last couple hundred years that would make them successful don't blame wait, russia don't blame us wait. They're becoming much more progressive. I saw recently a landmark case that was described there where the 10-year-old girl who was raped, they actually punished the rapist, and they didn't accuse her of adultery and kill her. Really? Even though she was looking land, all sexy? It was a landmark case because <laughs> under Sharia law, if, uh, if, if a rape happens, then both parties are guilty of adultery. That's unbelievably archaic. That's yes. awful. I love that she was... Oh, I was about to say I love that she was 10, but it's especially oh. extreme because she was 10. You know, it, really, she's 10? Yeah, they finally found a case where they could draw a line in the sand and say, you know he what, raped, maybe it wasn't her fault. He raped yeah, her in the mosque. Like, he, like, he tried to escape and he drug her back in and raped her. And his defense was that, that, that you know, she was guilty too. Like, like, it was just adultery. And they're like, no, she's 10. Yeah. Someone it's like that, just, just execute him. Just execute and, him and be done with it. But that was a landmark case. That's that's a new thing for them. New new ground they're crossing over there by saying that ten year old rape victims are rape victims. So good on them for being so progressive. All right. So what what's the obvious difference to you guys? Pick one. If life is fair. Um, and and with my definition of fairness, um, well, I'm the emperor of the world, of course, because I have so many good ideas. They just, everyone came to their extent, uh, their senses and just you know. Put me in charge. Um, we got rid of Australia. Uh, <laughs> no reason. We just got rid of it. We we just we we sunk it. Um, Pandas are extinct. For we, all we, the other island nations. Uh huh. We uh we 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 made all the uh, we took all the hot Australians, which is about sixty percent. We brought them over here. We it's put them in the Midwest. Dudes. They could use the help. And uh, the rest of them, we just left over there to be devoured by the tarantulas and. The sharks and such, you know. I, I don't feel like those, you know. I see those people destroying the Great Barrier Reef. I don't like that. We could mm -hmm. get rid of them. Start there. Um, I would go around and make it so that every country as the whole, I would go and sample their wares or whatever, and they'd have to show me, like, this Bulgarian cake is the best fucking cake out there. And if they did it, and I was like, that's a really good cake, you're doing good shit here, then they could keep their country. But if not, then they would be absorbed into whatever close country was being successful they could, so they could pass on their success. So they, you judge national success by their cakes? Well, that's just one example. Like, if they were great with guns, they could show a gun. If they were excellent bakers, they could show me that. You just pick the one thing they're really good at. Really? So what oh, would America... So America would kill you. You'd be like, show me one thing that you excel in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you look closely at that thing, that's our space station. We paid then, for that. And I, I don't know, maybe we would absorb Canada. Maybe they wouldn't be able to cut it. I saw a uh, thing on Reddit the other day, and someone was trying to... They were talking about off-road vehicles, and I think they were trying to say that, like... I don't even know what it was. It, it was a Mercedes. They were trying to say that like, the Mercedes SUV was, an, was the best. And they were like... Um, they listed a few others, and they got to the America, the Chevy, and they were like, oh, it's an American shit box. Americans are, American engineering is so unsophisticated. And then the guy immediately... It was 4chan, actually. The guy immediately replies back with, yeah, so unsophisticated, and it's the fucking space shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd be I'd be emperor of the world. Merca would um, judge people by their by their wares. But but yeah, America definitely exports uh, death and destruction, and um, you know, Fun. gadgets uh, and entertainment. 
Like yeah, entertainment. entertainment. That's all you have to show. Be like, yeah. yeah, you know every movie you've ever Tom seen. Tom Cruise. That's what you. Merka would show up and uh, to, to the capital of to the to Washington D.C. and you'd roll Tom Cruise out and he and and that would be what you do. With no shirt on at fifty something. Yeah. Be like, well, fuck, you guys are good at something. Yeah. But the point is, we're cutting the fat. We're cutting out the needless countries. Madagascar, no. You can be something else. You can be <laughs> West Chile or wherever it is. <laughs> Gotta make sure that we're trimming the fat. I, I want to get it down to like 11 countries, each where great at something. 11 you know, countries in Eastern, the world? Eastern Europe, no. No, that's West Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we do about Mexico and Canada? Uh, you know, Mexico... You're thinking of North and South America. Yes. Do exactly we want right. that? Do we want Mexico, though? We would straighten well, them out. You know what? As badass as... What are the Mexican cart cartels, right? As badass as the cartels are? And trust me... Have you I, ever seen a local police force? Have you seen what they have? <laughs> That's all you do with no. the United States Marines, right? I'm sorry, cartel. I get it. You're very tough and you're ruthless, and you do stuff that sickens me to see pictures of on the internet. I get it. You're next level. But there's another level still, and you haven't gone against the United States Marines. They would well, turn what would your... Mexico's um, wear be? Their, their practice or their trade? Diarrhea. Would... Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, marijuana. Cocaine. No, because okay. they're not even doing it as well as like yeah, the just, people in Colorado. My bad. Making, yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be marijuana. It'd have to be cocaine. Not, well, it's not cocaine though, because the cocaine coming from South America, from Colombia. They're, it's just passing through Mexico. Hmm. See, we're now we're making this case. We can either absorb what is what Mexico is Mexico? ourselves, or we can give them like to Brazil. I say we give them to like Honduras. Those Hondurans are hardworking people. They got that tiny country down there. Let them be in charge for a while. Are they really? All right. Well, maybe we'll make Honduras a lot bigger. Because, see, it's not going to all be, you know, expected things like Eastern Europe goes to uh, Russia. fucking Russia. It, there's going to be some surprises, oh. some big ones. Maybe <laughs> maybe there's no more France at all. Oh, there would be no more France at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm we'll, sorry, we'll Frenchies. Uh -huh, we export uh, assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all those little nonsense countries that are, you know, like you can fit 10 of them in one state in the U.S., those are gone. Sorry. You don't know. Micro you don't know. Like, I think some of those European countries are quite nice. Like, it, um, oh, I'm going to screw up my European geography and they're all going to give me shit. But I'm sure there are little countries with amazing ski slopes who would be effective at running something larger. Switzerland would be Switzerland great. Switzerland comes to mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. those Nazi loving fuckers. <laughs> We've got to find <laughs> something next to say about all of them. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Swiss who is the neutral oh, people? Sweden. Switzerland. 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 You say they're Nazi-loving, huh? Yeah, totally. Didn't the Nazis threaten to invade Switzerland? Was Aren't they the... Or was it... Am I mixing them up with Finland or something? Where they were like, you know, there's a, there's a million of us and there's 500,000 of you. He's like, well, we'd shoot That's... twice and go home. Um, I'm not sure. There was a country around there about. at the time. They were probably threatened. <laughs> Like, I'd say everybody got a little threat from Hitler at that time, yeah. Mm. but um, yeah, Switzerland. I think they could they they do well on the world stage with a bigger uh, uh, land plot to manage. Who there's a few of the Icelanders somewhere up there. Don't they have like uh, they're like running on pig shit and wind and solar now, like ninety percent or something? Like Iceland is irrelevant. They're Hawaii too. Oh, I like it. Go to Hawaii too. Hawaii too. I could live with that.
Electric Boogaloo. I, I would like that if we if we owned Iceland. I mean, it's right there, right? Or is that Greenland? <laughs> yeah, Greenland. That's what we need. The the one that's right there. Uh, you know, the big us. one is Greenland. The little yeah. one is Iceland. We should take Greenland. I think we should. I I honestly feel that way. I feel like the United States should be in charge of Greenland. I think that would make us a you know a stronger presence in the world. I think if we should we're going to take Canada absorb. anyway, we might as well group it together with Greenland. Yeah, well, and Iceland really. What has Iceland brought us aside from the bad guy team in Mighty Ducks too? You Nothing. don't want Canada. <laughs> if we wanted Canada, then that border would be a little bit further north. Like we took all we wanted. Like we were, we were like, how much do you want, Jim? <laughs> well, that's I don't want anything north of here. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Who the fuck would want that? We should Canadian, take the whole yeah, west coast though. See how it's going, eh? Just take the west coast and connect uh, Alaska. Mm. I like it. Well, there's already a highway that goes there. I guess you could own the whole thing. Yeah, I think it would be let nice. Canada exist on their own because of hockey. So the best <laughs> that, so they have. Some... Yeah, if we took it over, we'd ruin hockey. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. Let, we can't let that happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know that we'd ruin it. We might. We can play. <laughs> we might. Yeah, when they send teams away from like Edmonton into San Antonio or wherever else. <laughs> yeah, as soon, as soon as Dallas buys one of one of your prize Canadian Canadian uh, hockey teams, you're gonna be singing a different tune. Well, Dallas already has the stars. The, Can- the Canadians like ride out with like cowboy hats on and shit. Did the stars like, come from Minnesota though? They were the Minnesota North Stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so what do you, what would your favorite thing be again? I completely I think forgot I said the question. It, I, I had something to do with uh, it didn't matter how good looking you were, you were treated the oh, same, no. and then it evolved into countries taking each other over, <laughs> stack ranking nations around the world, calling them <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Well, some of them are shitty. They're just—I mean, you know—they're just not getting it done. Yeah. What yeah, was your true. topic, Kyle? Um, the oil spill. I wanted to talk about how shitty uh, BP is. So scientists have discovered yet another unforeseen effect of BP's historic oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico—a 1,235 square mile quote-unquote bath um, bath. They misspelled bathtub. Nice job. <laughs> bathtub ring of oil. Bathub. It's literally Bathub. <laughs> Bathub? No, they misspelled it. Bathtub ring of oil on the <laughs> on the deep ocean's floor. Uh, research published in the uh, Proceedings of the National Academy of Science on Monday showed that approximately 10 million gallons of oil settled and coagulated on the floor of the Gulf near the Deepwater Horizon Rick, which spilled a total of 172 million gallons of oil into the ocean in April of 2010. That oil left a footprint on the ocean floor about two times the size of the city of Houston, Texas, and approximately the size of the state of Rhode Island, the study says. Study author David Valentine told the, the, uh, the Associated Press that tests to uh, determine the oil's chemical signature were not performed because the oil has degraded in uh, the four and a half years since the spill occurred, but, but also said it's obvious where the oil is from since it settled directly around the site of the damaged oil rig. BP disputes the claim, <laughs> telling Fuel Fix that the researchers need to chemically identify the source of the oil before they can credibly blame the company. As they should. Are you hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were a lot of oil spills in this area at the time. <laughs> How do you know it was me? <laughs> like, th- this thing exploded and shot 10 billion gallons of oil out or whatever, and it's all settled underneath it, and they're like, Prove it. That would be like if you showed up and the house was burning down 
and the people are shot outside, and the guy's holding a can of gas, some matches, and a gun. And he's like, prove it! <laughs> like, like, it's, it's clear it was you, mother... He's like, he's like, you got any fingerprints? Well, no, it doesn't seem to be. Oh, prove it. You gotta prove that's my gun. It's not my gun. No, it's, it's totally it's their fucking world. They're such cocks. They whatever they want. They can just walk up and be like, yeah, I was thinking to look at some of that oil. Not mine. Well, I mean, it did come from your company. Yeah, nah, I'm not, nah. Nah, that's somebody <laughs> else's oil. Like, there's there's no reason they should be able to get away with this. It's ridiculous to argue that that oil could have come from some other source, and they're, they're saying that, like, many of the long-term effects are difficult to figure out because it's hard to do a four-year study on, you know, like, long, like, slow-acting cancers that the oil may have caused in the wildlife and issues yeah. with the wildlife's fitness and what it's done to the coral and what that does to the ecosystem and such, and... BP. What if it was an elaborate, you know, setup by like Chevron? They're like <laughs> bastard, like dumping their own oil down there. Might have been. Uh, you could have made it, a killing in the stock market. This. Forgive me, because I don't know what I'm talking about here. But is it possible that it's not that big of a deal? Like, so oil exists <laughs> in the environment. It does. And there's here, so you don't, so no one knows that it's me saying this ridiculous shit. Oil exists in the environment. It is underground. That's where it came from. There's bacteria that breaks down this oil and turns it into whatever seafood or seaweed food or something. And nature can deal with little oil spills that happen. Now, this was extreme. It was man-made. We, we, we pulled the cork out and broke it in a way that wouldn't have happened otherwise. But it's been four years. How many years does it take? Like, I remember six months in or something like that. They were like, hey, look, this bacteria that breaks down oil exists in this area in much greater quantities than it did before the oil spill, which makes sense, right? You know, if if suddenly, you know, there's a lot of rabbits, then there's going to be a lot of coyotes because they'll have an easy time finding food and that species will flurry or um, flourish. Could well, it I mean, be you that, could say that same argument like, oh, well, there's blood in your body. What's to say there's anything wrong with having it spurred out of your neck and all over yourself? I don't think that's like, a very good parallel. I, I'm just saying that nature kind gallons. of adjusts to imbalances, whether they be oil or live or wildlife or, or whatever. It, could it be that this area has recovered by now and it's we're ready to let it go or not? I So... Nature does usually find an equilibrium when there are natural disasters, but this seems like a real, a real different kind of man-made disaster that wouldn't happen in nature with, with so much oil and such a large area like spilling out. Like it was, it, it's way down. The reason that they're out there is because it's so fucking hard to get to these this oil. It's it's way down beneath the the ocean floor. They had to build a rig and drill deep within the ground to get to it. It doesn't just randomly, you know, you don't usually get 10 million gallon oil spills just cropping up. I think it's a big deal. I, there's a picture here of, like, some coral dying and this poor starfish, like, grabbing onto the coral. And they, it, it looks pitiful. But who knows? Right. Um, yeah. How new I, is that I, I picture? Um, I, I just, I, I know for a fact, or at least I read for certain, that the bacteria that breaks down oil has already, you know, started to flourish there. And it's breaking down the oil and it's bringing you know, the, the thing back to equilibrium and sure, a terrible thing happened and sure they should be fined that, what was it? 2 billion, 20 billion. I forget what they had to pay. Um, it's, it's terrible, but it, at some point do you let it go and be like, all right, there's a bathtub ring stain of oil that'll get taken care of too or not. I, I don't know. I just don't know how much impact that has. Cause I know there are studies that have shown like 
fish food in that area and even in surrounding areas for like you know hundreds of miles, thousands of miles. I was wrong about the amount of oil. It's, it's just too unhealthy for you now. Two hundred and ten million gallons of oil. That's what it was. Yeah, more than a dash. It seems like you can't <laughs> add that much of anything to that like big of an area without changing something. So okay, I've got a little. I've got something that kind of responds to your thoughts here. Uh, okay. This says BP thinks the massive amount of oil from the disaster, like the Exxon Valdez, is comparable to the oil released from natural seeps in the Gulf floor. The hard truth, as deep sea researcher uh, Dr. Samantha Joy uh, points out, is that the uh, the Gulf seafloor releases about 0 .04 million gallons of oil and gas a day through tiny cracks all over the Gulf of Mexico. BP, on the other hand, released 2.5 million gallons of oil every day for 87 days in a concentrated area of the Gulf. Um, she shows that microbes were not equipped to digest a significant portion of the uh, gas released into the Gulf. Um, BP must have missed a critical study by researchers at the University of South Florida who predicted and later confirmed that BP oil swept up by underwater currents was... was um, was found across the Gulf of Mexico, just off the coast of Tampa, Florida. According to scientists, the oil that landed on the West uh, Florida Shelf, which extends into the Gulf, is likely to stay there a long time. Um, and then it goes into effect about coral and um, short-lived uh, organisms and the bottom of the Gulf, and goes on in detail for a while. It seems but like it, it's quite the mess, according to what you read. I guess the microbes are what I was talking about, right? The microbes break it down. I know they were existing in increased uh, you know, numbers compared to what they were before the oil spill. I, I, yeah, that's BP's, that's BP's scientist, though. Uh, maybe you're yeah, right. Those are like I the, the old you know, Lucky Strikes doctors that they paid. Like, just tell them to smoke <laughs> Lucky. It's fine. Yes. Like, they're just hired, you know, hired there, scientists. There's some health benefits. There are some. Good for your throat. Well, look at those dolphins. Now they're all lubricated. They swim faster. Yeah. It's <laughs> under the water like a, like a cruiser. Hmm. Oh, that's uh, I really dolphins. hate this. And I don't remember how much money of, um, you know, how much they get in uh, tax subsidies, but it was such a huge amount, and they were explaining that a lot of that went into their advertising, and uh, it's just shitty. We're paying them to brainwash Americans, in a it, sense. That irritates me a lot. It, it it seems like the, the oil guys are more politically connected than any other industry I can think of. Maybe uh, military is equally as connected. And, uh, and they thrive and get so many breaks and so many advantages because of nothing fair. You know, they just, whatever. If I, you can't win elections unless I give you money, so I'll give you a million dollars if you give me 10 million back. Bam. <laughs> that, you know, that describes the donation system. And it's shit. Well, I'm feeling down. Uh, anyone have a topic? <laughs> I'm yeah, uh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about uh, the movie this week and how that also made everyone feel sad that watched it. Uh, Gone Baby Gone. I liked the movie. Um, I talked about it forever in, in PKN, but most people haven't seen that by now. It's uh, It was good. It made me feel sad. Uh, I cared about the characters. It's the opposite of Borderlands, which I don't give a fuck if the moon stays or goes. Um, but in Gone Baby Gone, I really wanted the characters to do well. And the main character, what Ben Affleck's brother, what's his name? Matt? Casey. Uh, Casey. Casey. Yeah, yeah. He um, he was surprisingly badass, and I thought he brother. pulled it off. What'd you say? He wishes his brother's name was Matt. 
Matt Damon's like his his best friend in the world. Oh, everybody thinks they're gay together. Some people do. It's kind mm. of a, never mind. Ship them. Um, yeah. Anyway, Casey did a great job, and he was playing sort of a, a semi badass character, and I thought that he pulled it off. Yeah, I I th- and I was suggesting that maybe next we watch the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Kind of given the kind of a spoiler right there in the title, but okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, th- I may be misremembering this, but I think Brad Pitt maybe plays Jesse James, uh, and Casey Affleck plays Robert Ford. I'll watch uh, it. I'm down yeah. for a western. Of... Pardon? What's that movie called? The assassination of who Jesse by who? By the coward Robert Ford, something like that. So really, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Good God, that was poor decision by that PR team. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Like, like, like whoever's buying in their marketing, like, like you couldn't have shortened a little bit. <laughs> Why, why don't you make it Jesse James and then just put Brad Pitt on the cover with a scraggly beard and a pistol in his hand? You got a winner. Instead, exactly. Instead, they had to get fancy with it. Brad Pitt was excellent in Fury. I saw that last night. Oh, you I liked it? it? I thought it was good. It was pretty long, but like, I liked the way they handled deaths in it, like as opposed to a lot of movies where they'll just like have a long, protracted scene, which they kind of did for Brad Pitt. But And spoilers starting a little bit ago. For everyone, uh, <laughs> and when all the other characters died. Taylor fucking did it again. <laughs> really? So when the main character dies, tell me more about that. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> starting a little watch, bit ago. Yeah, if you can't watch this movie and figure out that people are dying within the first like I don't know ninety seconds, then God help you. But yeah, so in the final scenes, like when people are dying, I like how it's not some like ah. Ah, and like falling it's just like boom done like yeah it's like boom and they're all like oh my god murka died you know like it's like death and then observation there isn't a ton of like you know oh they got me oh no esther i'm coming to join you like like and it's not even like a noticing cognitive cognizantly of like that person is now dead it's like just in the fury of the moment you're just kind of like oh shit everything's happening so fast i can't even process this like just the way it really would be I assume I haven't been to war. Yeah, neither have I. I mean, I played a lot of Call of Duty. That's just as good. Yeah, died ten thousand times, time. probably more. I got a lot of time in there. <laughs> um, yeah, very good film. Yeah, it was a good film. I um, you know, I'd like to see a Vietnam film. Yeah, not very many of those. Yeah. What's a good I, Vietnam movie? Have you seen the Thin Red Line and Platoon? Yes, but I want to see a new one because I feel like when Platoon came out in the 80s, we were still in the afterglow. It'd be like making an Iraq war movie now. Like, no, too soon. I I need you to make an Iraq war movie like 30 years from now when when we properly reflected and looked back on the thing for what it was. (laughs) And some of the cooler stuff gets declassified. And cool yeah, stuff and when the actors are going in like, aha, look at all these weapons. And they're like, and they just take them out. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny if, if, you, if, you may, if, it came, if it turned out that they really found like millions of liters of sarin and nerve gas and like rockets filled with VX aimed at like neighboring countries and, like the, and, and they just snuck all that out, like swept it under the rug. Someone did. I don't know who would stand again. Yeah. When did a Full Metal Jacket yeah, come out? That was a um, movie. Yeah, that's Stanley Kubrick. Um, I don't know when that came out. I really don't. Was it the I, 90s I, maybe? Sometime? 
No. I think it was um, 80s. Maybe even like late 70s. Yeah, it's late 70s or 80s, if I had to guess. 87. Okay. They um I like the first half of that movie, and I don't care for the second half. Like like when I like boot camp. When they actually go to Nam, it's I don't like it. I like both. I like the first half more, but I like both I like the whole movie. Um I I, I want to see a Vietnam movie with the reflection of, you know, 2014, 2015. Yeah, I'd watch that. I like war movies in general. Um We Were Soldiers was pretty good. That was a pretty good Vietnam movie. You see that with Mel Gibson? I have not seen that. Oh, I did oh. see that. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it starts off with a little religious talk, and yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's uh, it's Mel, it's um it's about the uh, the the cavalry. Uh, Mel Gibson is like a captain or something like that, or maybe even higher up, a colonel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get surrounded. It's a true story. Um, and, yeah, basically, uh, really they good. they get helicopter dropped into a field where they're gonna you know engage in battle. And the enemy was much bigger and much more formidable than they had expected. And yeah. they you know, so then they get more backups, but the other side just had more and more and more. And I think in the end, uh the Americans did really well in KD ratio, but I don't know. I think we lost that actual battle, right? Mm-mm, we fucked them up that battle. They we piled them high. They 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 brought the they, but, they came and we lost the day. land, right? No, no, we ran them out of there and burnt them up. Is that how it ended? Okay. Spoilers. I, I want to say ago. even the end of the movie is them like coming in there with like um, choppers and just really raining hellfire down on that. Uh, they're like bases and their uh, the village and everything, and then they've got like Vietnamese guys piled like super high, like all the dead, and uh, and they leave. I mean, I'm they did it wasn't. To me, really the a... end of the movie is they get like hellevacked out, but their KD ratio was amazing. And I could be wrong. Well, they definitely left. Like they weren't fighting for the ground there anyway. I don't think. I don't know what what was going on. It's been a while since I've seen it. I, I think the they retreated that, and ran away, but got a lot more kills than deaths. The thing that um, I remember from it is when they accidentally drop calling the air. The guy calls in an airstrike and he calls it in like in the wrong position and he napalms a bunch of Americans, and that was gruesome. Like there's a part where a, a guy tries to grab another American by his legs and like drag him out and then like. The legs are burnt badly with napalm, and the flesh just pulls off of the bone, mm-hmm. like a like a chicken wing. You know how some people eat chicken wings to like push all the meat off the bone. Like that happened to his shins, and it, and the guy's just like, Aah! and he's just like, oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's hmm. bad. Like you you almost laugh, but then it's just gruesome. It's it's really bad. Napalm was some nasty stuff. It's like a flaming gel, right? Yeah. Hmm. Sticks to you, burns. Yeah, that's some messed up stuff. Napalm. <laughs> How, can you even get it off yourself once it's on there? Like, you're pretty much fucked, right? Yeah. Like, you're, you can't do I anything. Think, I, I think you can get it off. If you're covered in it, 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 it's, it's, it's the thing. And it sticks to trees. It sticks to everything. It sticks to stuff that it... it norm- Kyle, it I saw you shake it. it off, right? Like, like you did... Yeah, you got it on your hand. You did sort of one of these deals, right? And, like, yeah. flick it off. Yeah, it was clinging to me like a booger or something. Like, like it's it's on there, but you can get it <laughs> off. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's it's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's fun to play with, but I would hate to have get some I, on me. I don't that was, know that anyone was, that was who, I know two people in my life who've used a flamethrower. Kyle's half of them, and uh, both of them are like, no, I. Yeah, given the opportunity to use one again right now, no, thank you. 
Huh? <laughs> Not that I regret doing it, but I have the experience. I feel lucky to have escaped mostly unharmed. And uh, let's call it a win. That's exactly how I feel. I would do it again, especially if I was paid to do so. But I would not volunteer to do it. Like like I said, if there were some guys out there playing with one, they're like, "Hey, your turn." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you take my turn. I, I'm all I'm all good. Uh, it, you, you pull the trigger and it feels like your head's in an oven. It's just so fucking hot. The one I had was leaking everywhere, dripping on me. <laughs> Another common experience. It was. I yeah. had napalm on my hand. I had napalm on my shoes. It was dripping on the ground, and like there were pet puddles of napalm. I was having to like walk around and stuff. It, it was a real thing. And they wanted me to wear this goddamn like gorilla mask for the video too. It, like, like I was like, it's gonna melt to my face. <laughs> it, it was not fun. Yeah, that's. A... Did you know in the military they wear cotton for that reason? They like, wear what? So, um. It's my understanding, based on movies, that uh, <laughs> when they go into war, they wear cotton shirts and they can't wear polyester stuff. And uh, um, like the the character in the movie was like, oh, my God, there's so much to know because her husband was deploying for the first time. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, the cotton shirt thing, though, that's for real, because um, cotton, if it gets really hot like that, just tends to get hot or whatever and, or it could maybe possibly burn. But polyester, it turns into like a melty plastic. And that's why they don't wear that. So you can't show yeah. up in war with like Lycra blends and spandex and stuff because it doesn't no handle. Yeah, no Under Armour. It doesn't burn properly. Well, it it doesn't. It's dangerous in fire. It melts. Yeah, and that's sticks to you. That's a mess for the medics to like help you when you've got melty spandex in your skin. Yeah, women's um, pantyhose can be like that too. I've seen demonstrations of those going up, and it's not pretty. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm preoccupied with new house thoughts. I know uh, the one time we did house talk way too long, but um, we you're did... almost done now, right? So we did the inspection, and there were no showstoppers, but it was a 94-page long inspection. Uh, what it is is it's ridiculous. It's a very big house, and it's not a new house, so there's going to be a lot of stuff to say. But he still did a bad job. So I don't know much about real estate. I'm not an expert. And um, what I needed from my inspector was sort of a, all right, Woody, this is what you need to get from the sellers. Like, these are the things I'd push for, and these are the things I wouldn't back down on. Instead, the signal-to-noise ratio in this report was a nightmare. It was just like every, like, interior door that kind of stuck on the jam was, you know, it, like, he'd call that out with pictures and, you know, bullet points and, like, it... Just everything was such a big deal to him. Like, I'm trying to do business here. I hired you as an advisor on, like, what needs to be fixed. And instead, I got a bullshit report of 94 pages long of everything you saw in the house. It's, it wasn't good. So, um, but I went through it with a fine-tooth pen, a highlighter, and talked, you know, figured out all the things I needed to get done. And I sent it to my agent today. So it'll be what it is, but uh, I think I'm going to get this house. Tomorrow I meet, septic inspection, sometime soon termite inspection, and then that's the end of it, and we uh, we wrap it up. I don't think there's any termites. The home inspector probably would have seen them. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's awesome. Um, I was a little worried something was going to come back, but I guess you got a new, You pretty much know you're getting this thing for Did sure Did I tell you now. about the Time Warner thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you said it on the show, though. 
and it in fast forward uh usually well in an area like mine you can get high speed cable right the high speed internet via the cable company uh, you just have to pay you know in some places whatever the the lines running right outside your house and it's free installation in a place like where i'm getting with lots of land you have to pay for it and they came up with a route to my house that would have cost $13,000 for the internet connection, which, you know, is okay. Like when you're buying a house, you just build that into the cost of it, bam. And make sure that like, you know, you can just, I consider the house to be 13 more than I paid the seller, bam, you know, cause I had to have it. Well, today, the other day I went and I, I thought I routed a better way for the cable line to go. Like it could come from a different place and I talked to them and it looks really positive. They're going to go out there with boots on the ground and confirm that it can be done. But they said it'd be less than half. So I maybe saved eight grand or so. And um, I'm pretty happy that I put some time into it. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, I think I've told the story before, but the like, like we, I wanted, they promised me fiber here. Mm-hmm. And like, we went so far as to offering literally doing it for them, like literally um, digging the ditch, laying the fiber, connecting it on our, our end, and just basically running it to where it needed, needed to be ran and being like, here's the loose end, attach it, and mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't let us do that. So there's just, I really hate my ISP. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at you in the fog, thinking, you know, like, not fog, literally, but like it, your picture's all broken up and choppy, and it's like, they, those, it stinks, <laughs> It stinks. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it's so. This is it is fourteen down and like two up. It still should look better than this. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what I can do to improve it. I don't know. Well, this is an interesting article you just posted. I, I, I have to. I don't know what it would cost, but I'm sure it can be done. Like it, we were talking to um, uh, some triad gigabit Ethernet or gigabit like fiber company around here. And uh, for the right price, I could have gotten 100 gigabits at the last wow. house. It's just that that price would have been like six digits. But they weren't too far away. Um, I don't know. It just surprises it, it can't be done if it's close enough for you to run it yourself. I, I, and that, that's the thing. I'm not sure that it is. I know that they've got it like a quarter of a mile away or so. Um, a but, quarter but I'm, mile? Yeah. Wow. That's totally doable. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Distance. Oh. Uh, hmm. I don't know. It's where that school... I don't want to get too descriptive, but in any case, uh, it's not too far away. The next place I get will definitely have some good internet. Like, that's going to be, like... Cons- like It's going to go price and then internet on my decision for the new place. Like, yeah, I want, yeah. I want 50 by 10 or something better. Like, 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 50 by 20 or something like that. Like, I really want the upload. I really want, like, 10, hmm. 20... So I could do like multiple streams. So I could do anything and everything I could possibly want. You just define it as a showstopper, right? Like, look, I can't move into a place unless it has this or that, and and you know, boom. Just like you wouldn't move into a place if it didn't have the lot Water. you expected or the neighbors you expected or or whatever. You know, just it's got to have it. Or, or water, right? It's got to have electricity. It's got to have water. It's got to have internet. That's how it was for me. Like I couldn't live without it. Woman sets roommate on fire because he threw away her meatballs? Tell me more. I'll read. (laughs) This is my first time seeing this. Don't mess with 33-year-old Melissa Dawn Sellers' meatballs. 
takes her Italian cuisine very seriously as her 42-year-old roommate Carlos Ortiz Jr. found out. After a night of drinking, the two roommates began fighting at around 2.30 a.m. The two were arguing because apparently Carlos threw out Melissa's spaghetti and meatballs, which I guess she was obviously having a craving for. Instead of just getting over it like a rational human being, the Florida woman poured nail polish remover all over her roommate's upper body and ignited him with a lighter or cigarette. I'm scared that she knew nail polish remover was flammable because I had no idea. But then again, I come into contact with nail polish once a year, so I'm honestly not that familiar with the product. Very flammable. (laughs) A friend who had seen the incident unfold stated that when Ortiz stood up after being burned as if his face was melting off because that's not a horrifying mental image. This isn't written very well. Ortiz was taken to the hospital where he is in critical condition with burns to his face, chest, and shoulders. Melissa has been charged with aggravated battery, and judging by her mugshot, she meant to do that damage to him. She has the evil grin on her face. I don't trust it. She's a big fatty who obviously loves meatballs and couldn't handle the fact that these meatballs got away from her maw. I'm gonna burn your face off! Burns his... Yeah, she I should go for the rest of her life because she's a sociopath. If that mole was on her nose instead of her cheek, she'd be a proper witch. She is a witch. <laughs> God, what a terrible thing to do to another human being for such... And, like, the rest of that guy's life is pretty much ruined now, all because he threw out some ah. than likely, or more than likely, like, bad meatballs that only this pig would eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're knocking her cooking skills. She knows her way around a kitchen. Oh, yeah, that's, she probably uh, knows her way to restaurants and other people's <laughs> kitchens. But. He's probably not that badly burned. I, I wouldn't imagine. Like she, I don't. Face he got melting. hospitalized though, right? Oh, he's got some burns, but I doubt he looks like like the Red Skull now or anything. Like mm-hmm. he's not like a. He's not. It's ruined. gonna be noticeable. It's oh, enough wow. to ruin his life probably. Uh, I don't know. This because just because there's so little fuel, I'm just not sure. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. So it definitely wouldn't like to get set on fire yeah. by that crazy lady with nail polish or anything else. Yeah, what should the punishment be? You're the emperor of the world still, Kyle, and you get to dole out punishments. I would need to know more about the situation, but if it were the worst-case scenario in which she was really hateful and vindictive about it and it was a trivial thing and this all stemmed from... and she had, like, prior... Uh, there, there was evidence of prior situations where she'd been extremely cruel like this. Um, death. Death. Look at yeah. look at her mugshot. Nice. She's. I'm the emperor of the world. No, I'm. I'm, I'm look, who am I to argue with you the emperor of the world? You want to go next, Woody? Is that no, what you're no. you looking for here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was agreeing with you. I just I, first. I was in your taxes. <laughs> yeah, you have to agree very vehemently with the emperor. You can't even just passively agree. Lots of bows, wide eyes, smiles. <laughs> <laughs> that's really creepy on Mercazan. <laughs> the wide eyes thing is. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the worst. When you do, when you smile on top of the wide eyes, that's the worst. Yeah, it's, it's like raccoon eyes. Yeah, don't forget to take that off. <laughs> Your neighbors done. will shoot you. <laughs> when Merker showed up with that makeup, I was very excited. Because in the text, he was like, well, I'll see if I can do anything. No promises. <laughs> and then he shows up, and he's rocking his costume. He's it's very good. I was, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Calling the costume is a little generous for my face being done with two candles here. Your skeleton, yeah. Merker. 
That's yeah. your costume. No, it, it works for me. I, I think it's... It, I think it's very good. It's yeah, very good. The, Superman is better than I thought it would be while we're giving out compliments to one another. Oh, my own or... You th- yes, yours. I exceeded your apparently low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's not bad, man. It, like uh, the tie there. I had to like I was like bringing up reference pictures for the hair. I I, I kept having the uh, this thing. I thought it was right by the part, and it, it kept looking wrong. And then I realized, aha, it's deeper in the <laughs> head. And I started breaking out the product, and that's what I came up with. It's good. Very good. I got another link there. You want to take that one? You want me to read it? Uh, either way. Man charged with animal cruelty after having gentle sexual intercourse with pet beagle. <laughs> Jesus God. He looks like a nice guy. I'm going to take my word in there. Man has been charged with animal cruelty after what he called gentle sexual intercourse with his pet beagle <laughs> called Piglet. Johnny Bogus from Miami, Florida, of course... Uh, was arrested after an animal rights group tipped off the police that the 47-year-old man had been having sex with his dog. But according to authorities, Bogus defended the act, saying it was okay because Piglet was more than 40 pounds and had been spayed, adding that he had gentle sexual intercourse. Bogus stated that after he finished having intercourse, he held Piglet, petted her, and told her that he loved her. Kwana County State Trooper N.M. Manalokas told the Charleston Daily Mail. Bogus later claimed that he wished he hadn't had sex with his pet beagle and that he was drunk, but one neighbor didn't believe him. He's done this before, with animals before, so it's no shock. Welcome yeah, to even Florida. Had a rule. Like, well, it's over 40 pounds. That's the rule. For, unlike the divide your age and add seven for animals. It's like <laughs> five and add 15 pounds. All right, I can do it. But uh, can you imagine if the picture on there, they're like, here's a picture of Piglet the Beagle, and it's a guy clearly in a mascot costume, just like the other <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> I forgot that I have a picture of Piglet the Beagle for the viewing no. audience. Yeah, it's it's here. It's definitely not a man in a suit <laughs> like the other one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. In the caption, it does say that it's not this one. This is just a sample Beagle. It's not the actual Beagle Piglet. I was under the impression that since it was yeah. with the article that it would be Piglet, but it's it's not. Yeah, I've heard your argument about this whole thing before, Woody, where you're like, if you want to you know, have sex with a rhino, go for it, because if it does not want you there, you will not be there long, because it's a rhino. But like, yeah. when you're grabbing like a chicken or a little dog or something, it's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Right. Not that there's nothing wrong with you if you do want to have sex with a lion, tiger, and I would argue, or let, let's say you're having sex with a little dog, but you're the receiver. That's consenting as well. Knock yourself out. Oh. Oh. God, this, this guy looks like a creep. You're being a little judgy. Yeah, a little judgy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you to judge? What species I fuck? <laughs> you think he looks a little creepy? I don't know. He's... I think he does. He's a dog lover. Oh. It's a little reassuring to see these pictures and see them as, you know, deranged lunatics and all disheveled and everything. Because, like, if it was just a normal-looking guy, that would be creepier. You uh, know, if it was just, like, this is Tim Stevies, and he's got, like, you know, just a nice smile on, maybe a golf shirt. <laughs> that would be awful. So I'd be assuming everyone around me. Uh... Man, I'm a lot of bestiality on this show today. Yeah, yeah, if you go to Florida, uh, oh, that's, uh, that's from the Florida Man subreddit, um, 
A lot of weird stuff there. A lot of weird stuff going on in Florida. Uh, oh, so that's why they've all been from Florida. You're pulling it from there. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, that's from the Florida Man subreddit. Hmm. Um, this costume to... of yours looks the most uncomfortable of the, all the ones so far. By far. Yeah. Dude, are I... You, are you on a vent ventilation? Are you cool? Wait a minute. There's something crawling. <laughs> I, think I, felt, I think I felt something crawling around in there. This thing's been sitting in a, in a room for months. Not since Jeremy wore it in the FPS boot camp. Well, yeah, it'd be weirder if you broke it out more often than that. You know, it is an ape suit. I mean, if I were wearing this suit and I had sex with a woman, would you be at all confused about whether I was an actual gorilla or just a dude in a suit? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just don't understand how somebody can get confused about that, and it would go to court. It's the headphones that would clue me in, because the suit itself very realistic. There are gloves somewhere. I don't. I couldn't find them. Feet too. I couldn't find that either. Oh, your hammer toes. You don't even need the special feet with your hairy feet. It just blends right into the rest of the costume. They're not even that hairy. Uh, they are. No, they're they're yeah, they're hairy feet. Like, like trying to see if yeah, there you go. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of that. It's just a little tuft, <laughs> tuft of toe hair. Yeah, I, I I style it. You know, put a little gel in there, spike it up sometimes, whatever. Twist it around to get it nice. Yeah, yeah. One of these. Give it one of these. Like a like a <laughs> like a. I use fancy mustache wax for it. You know. Fancy mustache wax. Fancy mustache. Well, I mean, it's not it's fancy. Not. It's not fancy mustache wax. It's fancy mustache wax. There's a difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that made sense. <laughs> True. Uh, I'm looking for this particular video. I I once did a um a run like a 5K. It was a little more than 5K. I think it was four miles, and um. It, it, have you guys ever heard of the Krispy Kreme challenge? No. Uh, it's like you eat a bunch of them, then try and run a 5K, right? Ha you're close. You run out halfway, you eat a dozen donuts, and then you run back. And uh, the it was tough for me. Like for me, a four mile run. I'm not a very good runner. Is uh, you know, is, is damn good exercise. And I handled the first two miles just fine. I think I would have even handled the next two miles just fine. Had I not taken a break, like if I had just started gliding, but somehow running two miles, stopping for like 20 minutes to eat donuts and then running two miles the way back was like, suddenly I wasn't a runner anymore. Like I started one. And, um, but the thing is on the way back, it was a nightmare, right? People are <laughs> vomiting all over the place. You have to watch your step. It's like, you know, how some people's house, including mine, have that like dog area where you need to look down. That's yeah. how this was with donut vomit. Like any given step, you could be treading donut vomit. And it's not a serious rate. Well, some people took it seriously, but 95% of the crowd were just out there goofing around. We're not competitive runners, etc. Um, what did we wear? I think we all wore shirt and ties. Like me and my friends all wore shirt and ties and like matched. But other people were there in like gorilla suits and stuff like that. And I'm out there running and I'm like, you know, I sound like a porn, like... <sighs> Just like doing my best to, to to keep pace, and a gorilla comes gliding by, 
And I'm like, motherfucker, that guy, you know, <laughs> it must be 200 degrees in that fucking big gorilla suit. He's so hot. I'm dying right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still got the pants on. I'm going to have to take them off. They're so goddamn hot. <laughs> what kind of donuts did they make you eat? Did you get your own choice or just the standard? I want to say they were all glazed. That was like every donut was glazed. And, uh, you know, there are people carrying flags and stuff. And But uh, th when I got passed by that guy in the gorilla costume, it was like... Who is that masked man? Like, how did he? <laughs> you know, how did, how is he so much better at running than me? It's insane. And he was just floating by, you know, as if he uphill too. You know, he caught me on an incline, and and he just whatever. People in gorilla suits apparently they can run based on my sample size of one. And I saw Kyle. One hundred percent of people in gorilla suits you've seen in a race have done well. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So. I, uh, I don't think I'd be very fast in that. That thing is hot. And I remember Jeremy really complaining a lot. <laughs> he had to wear it all day. That was great. Seems like, um, oh, yeah, my cousin Scott, we put him in a, a, a bear costume one time, and it was like a little legit 100 degrees that day, and he was out there dancing. I got the video. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Let's see. Yeah, he, he's, he's doing this whole, like, Russian dance dressed as the bear. It's great. I don't know if I'll be able to find this video. PKA Dan ran it with me, if you guys remember him. And I think he uploaded the video. Hmm. Hmm. That's something that I would never do. Oh, Jenna Marbles did something called the Dunkin' Donuts Challenge four years ago. It's probably the same thing. Yeah. It's probably even worse with Dunkin' Donuts. They're they're a little a little bit of a girthier donut Are over they? there. I, probably I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll <laughs> I go think with they it. Because Krispy Kremes are pretty small. So skip to about um, one minute and twenty seconds, I think. Blowing shit up with FPS Russia. 120, you say? Yeah, 120 will get it done. That's my cousin. The drunk, much a powerful machine gun, who will travel back to Mother Russia today to handle a very serious problem we have here. Oh, oh, oh. The drunk Russian bear. They sneak into the village, they drink the vodka, and they cause problems for everyone. Eating children, eating goats. Oh, that's an awful, First awful bear suit. <laughs> it looks like so it's I'm made out of like the leftovers the on a barbershop floor. <laughs> what does your t-shirt say? Mine or his? Yours. Step one, uh, the bear from the woods. If we were in America, I hear voices in my head, but they speak Russian. But here, uh. want vodka. The cheapest vodka you can get your hands on. This yeah, is a he, uh, my personal stash, but, uh, he was so hot in there. I remember every time he'd take the head off, his face was just red and drenched in sweat. Was he adequately compensated for his heat stroke? Absolutely not. <laughs> he gets a peep of vodka? That was not vodka. Well, it was. We poured it out and added water. Very dangerous. But yeah, that was a, that was a rough I want to see you shoot him. Do you eventually shoot him? Yeah. 235. I like his little, the fact that oh. he has shorts on and you're playing like the, the gypsy wedding dance song from Snatch. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> um, I have a, a really similar setup to what I'm shooting in that video now. For my own. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I, I don't know why, but I expected a better bear suit than that. That was. <laughs> yeah. That's what that. That's what G4 showed up with. I don't. I don't know anything. A bear suit halter top, like didn't even go down to his belly button hardly. He's got a visible T-shirt on under it. Shorts. Yeah, shorts. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, like I, I don't know what went on with that. Uh, that's what G4 showed up with. Um, and that's so that's what he wore. The, uh, it was funny, like one of those. Um, I was filming another thing with them, and these pro a propane tank like rocketed off and headed toward the cameraman and myself. And I didn't flinch, but the cameraman got scared shitless, like he fell backwards and stuff. And uh, it, like three, two years later, um, two years later, I was talking to some cameramen from Atlanta, and and they mentioned they were like, "Yeah, my buddy Rick came and worked with you one time a few years ago. He said he almost died." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Rick almost did. It was hilarious. Hmm. Oh, was he the guy that almost got clipped by the... Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was the guy that almost got hit by the... Uh, by the that door? Tank. No, the propane tank. Oh, the tank. Yeah. Sorry, when you started that story, you, you buzzed out for me. Oh, shit. That's annoying. Yeah. It's also annoying, like, thinking of something kind of clever to say and then saying it and hearing you guys hear it, like, six seven seconds after the fact... <laughs> I mean, it's just right in the middle of another thing. Yeah, people wonder, like, like you know, I, sometimes they've. I've heard people say, like, well, they use that Patreon money to get better internet connections. Really? Like, you think that's it? You, you think that we just chose the cheapest internet options based on like how we use it? No, it's the best available. Yeah, it, if I could get better internet, I wouldn't need Patreon money to do it, uh, and Patreon money probably wouldn't get it paid for anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's. It's the best I can get. It's I've got two. I've got two lines. They're two hundred fifty bucks a month. It's it's like fourteen by two. That's as good as it gets here. Two fifty a month for each or for to put together. I think it's each. Jesus, for fourteen by two. Maybe it's two hundred a month. It comes to like four or five hundred bucks a month for my internet. Yeah. That's Ugh. no joke. No. Very and it's spotty service too. That's the best part. Like squirrels on all the lines, and like it'll rain too much. I'm like, it rained too much. I'm like, that's a thing. You don't plan for rain. Shouldn't it be like, watertight? <laughs> like I could imagine if a magnetic storm came and disrupted my connection, I'd understand. You don't plan for magnetic storms, but when rain comes, like you better be able to handle that because it's Who coming knew? again. Who could have predicted that it would be raining? Yeah, there's going to be rain next year, too, I promise. I guarantee probably rain this week. Or if not, then probably next week. You probably won't go 10 days without rain where you are. No. Yeah, but rainy days are a great time to not have TV, internet, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> you see my problem now? Like, yeah. that's exactly how it goes. And, and, and also, there was a long period of time where, like, at every night at, like, 8 or 9 p.m., it would just stop working until 5 a.m. It was, like... <laughs> have third shift anymore it was bullshit and I was like you know I stay up late and I went to the place and I'm like look the internet stops working every night at like 8 or 9 p.m. and it does and they're like so it gets spotty or I was like no it doesn't fucking work and then it's the next day before it does work again I'm like I'm missing like half my service I was like I don't want to pay for a hundred percent of the internet if I only get it half the time this is bullshit <laughs> So describe your next house, Kyle. I'm really curious. What are you looking for? A little simple pleasures cabin on an imaginary lake? 
I really don't know what I want to do. Um, I don't know. I really don't. Um, probably something like that. I like the cabin. I like I, I like how it looks, mm-hmm. and it's cheap. And I feel like I could I could build something pretty cool that I would like and have like a little bachelor pad for a while. I'd like that. Huh. I'm not sure though. I don't know where I want it. That's that's the main thing. It's like where I'm gonna be because I gotta have good internet the next time. Like that's a that's a mandatory thing. I I want good internet. I've I've experienced it before. Um, I was talking to a girl who's in LA the other day, and and she pays barely anything, and she had like a hundred by fifty or something stupid like that, and, and she was, uh, that's ridiculous. Like I want something like that, or at least somewhere approximate to it, like at least mm-hmm. same league. So I'm gonna make that a priority. I don't know what kind of house. I got no clue. Uh, I like to be. Is the lot important? Or you just need access to your father's, or what are you thinking about that? Yeah, I, the lot's not that important. I don't want to have neighbors per se. I'd, I'd rather be stuck in the woods. I like I like my privacy. I like being stuck away from people and having. I like having a long driveway that goes into the woods or into some trees, so you can't see my house from the driveway. Um, Where I, I live, like, that and good internet are like contrasting forces. They are in many places, so it's 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 hard to find what I want. I've, I've kind of got it now. I just don't have the great internet. If I had internet here, like I'd be pretty happy. Um, but I don't know what I'm gonna do next time around. I really don't. I, I've, I've been I've been thinking about it. It just depends. It depends how much money I've got available at the time next year too. Just not mm. sure. Just wondering. I don't know. I'm all silent. Maybe other people don't care. But to me, like house talk is fascinating. Tell me about your house <laughs> hunting adventures that aren't even starting for a year. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think. So I, I I'm not gonna find that. Um, that Krispy Kreme video. I think it's just too buried in the depths of YouTube. If I ever do find it, then uh, then I'll share it. Oh, that's the one where they're racing, eating the donuts? Yeah, racing and eating donuts. And um, then the, we get passed by a guy in a gorilla suit. Oh, that's hilarious. So I've got another question. Okay. It's for topic change. What do you have a Pavlonian response to? Hmm. Um... Are we talking about literally, like what makes our mouths water, or mm, broader than that? Like, you know, what, what do you have an instinctive response to that maybe other people don't? Hmm. You know what i I get jumpy and stressed over text messages. It has been, <laughs> yeah. So I used to carry a pager at work, and every time I got paged, it, something like bad was happening. Like it was, it, every page is bad. No one paged me with good news. That that, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> and, uh, and I would have to solve it. And oftentimes, like, they don't have everyone carrying a pager. So I'm usually solving things that are outside my, like, expertise and zone. Like, I have to figure out how your thing works and fix it for you because I'm on pager. And, uh, um, yeah, even today when I get, like, a text message or something, I get unreasonably jumpy and stressed and it's just Jackie asking what I want to eat or something. But it, <laughs> I, I have a Pavlonian response to getting text or paged or something. I don't, I don't like it. And I sit here and I go through all my like all the tones on my phone and try and find the least stressful like chirp. You know, like it's okay. That's that should be my text <laughs> thing. Yeah, my heart races. I get like a surge of adrenaline. It's not a pleasant feeling. No, it's not good at all. My daughter my has the coolest. Both of you. What? text message too that, that's what you're talking about Kyle yeah. getting uncomfortable with that huh. yeah. yeah I don't like text messages I mean I get them all the time and I guess I like them in a way because otherwise it, 
It's like a ten minute phone call. I also like, have this like obsessive compulsive thing where like I could I can't leave like them open. Like I gotta check them. Like like if I could be like upstairs and I could hear my Skype chirp in the basement, I'm like fuck. All right, let's go see what it is. Can't leave that orange number up there down there. It's gonna there's gonna be an orange number one, and I'm not gonna be there to see it. Gotta take care of that. <laughs> so, uh, and the same thing with my phone. Like there's never a time when I, like I look at my phone and it's like you know three unread messages when I wouldn't be like all right let's see what's up. <laughs> what are these? Like I gotta know. I I can't like, like you know you you'll see my eyes like dark down in the show sometimes, and it's because I can't deal with it. I gotta know what's up over there. And part of it is is like. I've said, and I, I've, I've told people this before, I'm like, uh, like, like a girl got a, had a missed call from her mom, and she was like, eh, call her back tomorrow. And in my head, I was like, but what if there's something wrong? What if your mom's, like, stranded on the side of the road somewhere, and then, like, you were her last call, and her battery's gonna die? Like, like, what if it's that? And she's like, holy shit, what if it is that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right? Like, you gotta reply back. Like, my mom called me the other day, dead battery uh, in a parking lot somewhere. She needed some help. The, uh, you gotta answer, or at least you gotta check back. It would worry me if like I got a text or a call from someone that was missed and I didn't know what was up. Yeah. Merker, you got one? one? God, I'm trying to think of one and I really can't think of a good one. Uh, I got lots of food ones. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of something outside of the realm of food. Like if I like pickles. Pickles definitely make my mouth water. Um, I feel like I almost want to retch when I see a bunch of mayo on something. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I hate mayonnaise. I like it. Hate it. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to eat it with a spoon, but almost. Oh, hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and um, I would I'm definitely like, saying foods I don't like. That's not the real question. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely like slather it on a sandwich, like a ham or a turkey sandwich, or um. Really, I like it on burgers too. Like that's what I like on hamburgers. I like um, mustard and mayo. And um, oh, I don't like mustard either. Mustard is like when you put it on anything, you're changing all of the flavor compounds in there to mustard. Oh, there's some barbecue <laughs> sauce on there and some onions. Not anymore. You have different, you know, textures and varieties of mustard flavored shit. It's all mustard now. <laughs> Ruined. I like mustard, mayo, pickles, lettuce, uh, and cheese, and maybe bacon. Just maybe, maybe on bacon. Some relish. Huh? Bacon's yeah, overrated, I'm not, I'm not, isn't it? God. Hey, bacon's overrated. Bacon's not that great. It's it's, it's pretty good, but it's not no. the best. You know? But it is very good on burgers, which is what we're talking about. I think it is. It's pretty good. Like when I go to Five Guys, I usually get bacon. Um, I'll get mushrooms at Five Guys. With some my joy. mouth just started watering because of Five Guys. Oh. I know that. <laughs> yeah, mine too, actually. So There's a good one. Good. Yeah, Five Guys is so fucking good. They you, you order a regular french fry, and they give you like a cup full of french fries, and then they just throw another scoop in the bag, just like, yeah. oh, fuck it, two. <laughs> like, like, the thing, legit, they legitimately give you two orders of fries, and one of them is just poured in the bag. They and, give you uh, way too many. Yeah, and they're hand-cut fries, like, every day. I don't think the meat is frozen. I might probably wrong about that. Um, but the meat's really good, too, and they make really fucking good hamburgers. They're so good, and they're melty, and the cheese is all melty, and it's greasy, and... Ooh. It's great hangover food. Mouth is still watering. Just really, I want that. I'm probably gonna get one of those burgers tomorrow. Probably gonna do that. Thinking about Buffalo Wild Wings makes me salivate. Overrated, I think. At least the one in Chicago wasn't as good as they made it out to be. You, you just had to have a few more drinks and you would have enjoyed it, Woody. I remember those wings being. Actually, I remember them being good until I didn't understand what we were doing at 
so we there were a bunch <laughs> of us sitting around this table, <laughs> and uh, we ordered like a bunch of everything. Like we ordered like a hundred wings, and like I guess they made like ten of every flavor. Probably more than a hundred. Probably one hundred fifty, two hundred. It was a fuck ton of wings there. It was a fuck ton of wings, and there were many small cart like um, plates of wings that were just circulating around the table counterclockwise. And you took your fork and you got one or two, and you put it on your plate. And the idea was everybody got a little bit of every flavor or whatever. Family style. I was starving. I was <laughs> so fucking hungry that I wasn't even going to my plate with them. I was stabbing them with a fork, eating them, and then getting another one and eating that one. And then the next plate would come around, and I'd eat that too. And I'd eaten about six, and I got, and there were boneless wings. And I'd eaten about six, and then I got to the next tray, and it turned out they were like the spiciest ones. And I don't know if they do this everywhere in the world, but in America, like the spiciest uh, flavor hot wing at a hot wing place is poison. It's <laughs> like, like, like they make it so fucking hot that they have challenges. I think, I think Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't remember yeah, what it like, was called. It's either a five. It's either five of them or ten of them that you have to eat, and that's a challenge. Well, I ate two back to back. Just like nom 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 nom. And then the next one come around, came around, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and it took me like half an hour to recover from those two. It was awful, dude. It took you longer than that. I remember you were like, you had a sad <laughs> look on your face. Because, and it was it was the third hottest flavor I know because I suggested it to you. I'm oh. like, dude. And you were like, oh, mango habanero, this sounds mango, not too bad. You ate it, had one from the next thing, and you were like, that wasn't too bad. Like, maybe 30 seconds later, like, whoo, <laughs> And then you had that look on your face. You were like, um, the whole meal's ruined. Why yeah, would you give yeah. me that? <laughs> Why? Like, it was so bad. It was so bad, it ruined my appetite. Like, I could, it, was, it was so hot that I was no longer hungry. Like, like, I was now just, like, in pain. Like, the hunger part was over. I no longer wanted food. I wanted to make the pain stop. And, it, and my, like, even my stomach hurt. Like, I could feel burning in my stomach that felt different than regular heartburn. Like, this thing was down there in the bottom like a hot hole, <laughs> like, dissolving stomach material away. It was so bad. And if you said sprayed his intestines. That was yeah. mango habanero, the third hottest. The blazing one I don't think we got because that's ludicrous. It's not even tasty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't get how people eat stuff that spicy. I, I think I think you've got to have a really dull palate to be able to tolerate it. Honestly, um, turn well, that around, who were huh? Coal miners back in the day would only eat spicy foods and whatnot because they're like, ah, you stole food. that from Seth MacFarlane. Is it oh, true? Yeah. Well, we watched that movie, so yeah. <laughs> I also I looked it up afterward. Was it, it true? true? Not me. I didn't look very very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let me enter this in Google and see if, ah, there was another reference to this that was existent before this movie. Yeah, that's usually all the confirmation I get. Ah, shows up twice. Must be true. Yep. Absolutely. (sighs) Um, Trying to think. More topics? I'm running dry. Yeah. I'm running dry as well. I don't want to roll through the topics today. That NASA rocket exploded today. That was a pretty. That was pretty spectacular. But I mean, what, what are you gonna say? Like, yeah, shoot another one. Uh, Marvel. Marvel came out with a bunch of stuff. You want to talk about that? Yeah. What? So what did they do? Release their trailer in quality or something? And I think that that they had some sort of an event and they outlined their like five year plan. Oh right, and right. And so um, they're going to do black, and I could be wrong about some of this because I'm just going from like titles that I've grabbed. But uh, but it looks like they're going to do a Black Panther movie. Who is the the African the the black African um, superhero? 
and uh, I think they're going to do a Captain, a female version of Captain Marvel. And I saw something about the um, the Serpent Society, who are they're they're actually villains in uh, in the Marvel universe. It's like four or five guys who are all like snake people or something. It's pretty lame. Uh, there's a couple of different things. Let's see. I'm outside my depth. I don't really know the Marvel universe that well. I outside, have no like, idea. Outside the movies and stuff, yeah. But um, but I'm excited about it. You know, there's a good, there's a chance. To, I almost feel like a YouTube viewer. Like sometimes you're like, hey, you know, do you guys, you know, would you like it if I went to Russia and drank vodka with strangers? Yeah, Woody, do it. And why? Because I got nothing to lose. Like I'm just sending you around the world at great expense and you know discomfort and time and. And, uh, you know, but yeah, I'll, you know, shucks, I'll watch it if you, you know, or at least I'll commit to watching it and I might or might not. But, um, that's how I feel with Marvel. Like, oh, we've announced a dozen $500 million movies. Oh, great. Well, I'll watch the trailer and see if I'm interested. Yeah. I'm not like super psyched for any superhero movie really ever. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will be May 5th, 2017. I liked oh. that movie. And I right love Chris bend. Pratt, but I thought the movie was just good. Like I don't think it was Avengers good. Well, there's another one coming. I think I think it was better than the Avengers insofar as like the suspension of disbelief. Like you didn't have to try and like pretend that Black Widow was a valuable member of the team and that the <laughs> arrow somehow pertinent to anything. Like it was known that like oh Groot, that guy's just a big goofy fucking ant. And like Ed, there's the you know tattooed up crazy guy like it was all like they weren't taking themselves seriously. So I thought it was just a, it was just a fun guess. movie. To me, I felt like Groot's like. powers were inconsistent. Right? Sometimes Groot is struggling in a fight against one guy, like the strong guy. Other times, I think I have this right, but other times he literally just like grow long fingers and kill like 14 people. And then yeah. swing his arm and kill 14 more and swing to the left and kill all of a sudden like 30 people in a snap. And you're like, whoa, whoa. It's, it's almost like watching Superman in a fight, right? Superman, he gets into these troubled situations where he's like crushed by a truck or whatever. And you're like, dude, your eyes melt shit. You could look across a sea of people and kill them all at once. Your breath is freezing cold. You run so fast you can reverse the rotation of the earth. You can change time. And like... You just seem to, like, forget half your powers half the time. Yeah. I felt like Groot had a touch of that. He can only change... He can only do that time thing the one time when Lois Lane died. He had to. Why only once? He can do it whenever he wants, right? No, he, it was his anger that fueled him to that incredible speed. Bullshit. I, I, that was... I, I don't know if that's canon anyway. I, I, I don't know if that was in the comics. I don't count if it was. Because Christopher Reeves movies sucked. Christopher Reeves was not a good actor. He wasn't a great Superman. I don't know. I don't get what the big fucking deal. He's weird looking too. Before and after the accident. Well, he didn't really make him look any weirder after the accident. That right? I am. Yeah. Um... I can't really get on board with your dead celebrity bashing. <laughs> I, I think dead celebrity bashing is distasteful, and I want no part of it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't think he was a good actor. Um, I, I didn't think he was good for that part, and they, I didn't, any of it. Like, like People are like, yeah, Christopher Reeves ruined Superman because he just such a powerful performance. No, I didn't. Like, pretty lame. Like, you guys cling on to him because he had that terrible accident and everything, and then lingered for years there afterwards. Uh, yeah, but I haven't seen his Superman's. But I've never heard people rave about him. 
You're not missing much. They're, I, they're I okay. Like, you know how Quigley Down Under Down Under was a little too Disney. It wasn't dark enough. The main character was too, like too goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. That was the Superman era that Christopher Reeves played in. I think Christopher Reeves was actually a pretty good Superman. He, he was. I think he was good looking. I thought he was like sort of powerful and like he to me he is the best Superman ever. But the movies existed in that Quigley Down Under time period where. I was just it, I like the the slightly dirtier Superman that the more recent one was the reboot the darker version. There were dark movies back then. They could have made a dark Superman. It just wasn't the cards because it was a kid. It was it's more of a family movie. It's a kids movie. You know, you got Richard Pryor Pryor swinging in in like episode three or something like that. It's 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 it's, it's silly. Coked up at the time. Yeah, you got well, he always twists. You got Gene Hackman in there, um, probably doing coke with him as uh, uh, sillier movies were were popular at the time. And, uh, but so the reason I dislike, well, the reason I don't love the old Supermans is because they weren't dark enough. Not because I thought they did all dead celebrity jokes aside. I thought Christopher Reeves did a good job as Superman. I disagree. And, but I don't think that the new Superman is, um, is very good either. I think he's a terrible actor. Um, and I think that, you know, they, they made the big deal out of him, killing General Zod at the end, you know, breaking his neck before he could mm-hmm. ray-eye that family. But, you know, I mean, how many... they did? He, he, he was there for nearly a trillion dollars worth of damage to Metropolis and, uh, and Smallville. Like, God knows how many... Probably a million people died. Like, and this family is the one where, like, you've got to snap his neck and be like, no! If you'd have snapped, snapped his neck half an hour ago, like, half a million people would still be alive. But but now when it's these four right here with the camera zoomed in on them, it's co- that was that was lame. I I, I didn't buy I that. I love that he killed him. I love. I love that he killed him too. Yeah. He should have killed him. But mm-hmm. I don't. It, didn't, it wasn't because he had let so much more other mayhem go down. The destruction it, in that city was ridiculous. The destruction in the last Avengers scene was pretty insane. And if I remember right, the Superman scene blew it away. Yeah, they had that machine, that that gravity thing that was like, like it lifted mm-hmm. everything up and then slammed it down and like repeated the process. It was it was, it was hardcore. They were they were literally leveling the city. Yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, I liked the special effects. I liked, I, I guess I liked Superman, but I felt like they didn't do a very good job with it. I felt I, I didn't feel like Superman is a good actor. Whoever that guy is. Uh, he's got the look for it for sure, mm-hmm. but I don't think I think he's pretty stale. Um, but Superman I thought that is a little stale, right? They hadn't figured out their own. All you gotta do is put a good actor in there to make him charismatic, to make him like smiling and yeah, I'm here to do this, and make him a smartass. Like you could t- you could totally get somebody in there that could do that. Like, uh, but 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 what I was thinking is, oh, the actors like like he was a bad actor. The rest of the actors were okay. The whole idea that Lois Lane is always there somehow, like like getting tat. She's on the plane that has the weapon in it, like putting the key in it. She's um, she's surviving the the ice out there all night, laying in the Antarctic or where or, or wherever mm-hmm, they were. Mm-hmm. Like she's constant. Like General Zod is like, oh, and bring that woman. She's important to the plot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember her from earlier. Yes, yes, more of her. Like, it no sense for him to want her on the ship. It was insane. This alien is interested in her. Why? Because she's the co-star of the movie, that's why. And and I was just like, no, just just cut fucking Lois Lane out. He'll get back to her after he saves the world. She doesn't need to be here. And then they had this whole thing. It seems like they didn't even understand their own message. 
they had this disparity between um, Kurt Russell, um, or not Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe's message to his son and um, Kevin Costner's message to his adopted son. Uh, they mm -hmm. both had these opposing ideas, and it, I, I didn't like it that much. Mm. I enjoyed the spectacle of it and watching everything go down and seeing that character on screen and, and all of his glory with modern special effects. That was great. I loved watching him fly, but I didn't like the story. And it was another General Zod story. It was like there's so many good Superman villains that you can bring out um, that are equally strong to Superman or at least, you know, 95% as strong as Superman that would make for some, some great movie watching stuff. Uh, but they don't. They always want to do that origin story, and I just find that to be so lame. Well, it's part of the reboot, right? The next I don't one think won't you be have to. I don't think it had to be. I think you could have accomplished it with flashbacks. Like you could have. You didn't have to start off on Krypton. You could have started off with like an old fucking Superman that's fifty, or or looks fifty and is actually two hundred, or however you want to do it. I'd like to see a different story about Superman where he's dealing with some different stuff. Like have him deal with Brainiac, like like anything. I, I just don't I, I don't hear... want to see Lex Luthor or General Zod. No, no Lex, but that's who's in the next one. Lex Luthor's in the next one. Uh, Superman versus uh, Batman. He's he's present in there. Like like they've already Jesse Eisner. Is that who's playing him? I don't know, but I'm so disappointed. Like Lex Luthor, really, really, you're bringing out this cliched bullshit. Come on, come on, do something different. Mixed universes, or or come up with a new character, or some lesser known character. Who's um Bizarro Superman? I, I forget his name. Uh, like, it was it Bizarro Superman? It, 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 there's plenty of things you can do. There's the whole DC universe at your fingertips, and you know you have to go against the main characters again. It's, it's lame and tired. Let's do something that's not tired. Yeah, there's a Bizarro Superman, uh, Brainiac that I said before. Um, there's a couple of different. There's Dark Side, uh, Doomsday, um, General Zod. I can't think of any of the other ones, but there's a lot of them. Mm. Uh, the um, the Dark Side and Doomsday in particular are, are awesome villains. Um, Doomsday killed Superman in uh, in an episode. I think it'd be fun that. to end the movie with the dead Superman. Yeah, and and, make and a yeah. statement. Yeah, it would you? And that's totally how it would have to be done too, because like that, that thing's presented kind of in two parts almost. Like there's a cartoon of it, and there's also comics. But like, he fight he fights him and is literally beaten to death. Like this thing like has has like spikes growing out of his knuckles. Like he's insane. He uh, it was like he was in this containment shell that like locked inside of, it and it crashed to Earth and. They opened it up and he came out and it's just like a just like it's just a monster that can't be can't really be killed, and uh, and he beats Superman to death. Hmm. That would be a good movie. Let Superman die and then be like part two May twenty eighteen. Like do that. I would like that. I would like that. Yeah, I don't know, just change it up. Maybe they'll do. I I wouldn't be surprised if they follow that that storyline eventually when they start doing the whole DC universe with the Justice League and everything. And uh, and do it that way. Like maybe have Superman die in a Justice League movie. You could do it then. You could have mm -hmm. Superman die in a Justice League movie or in some sort of like Superman Wonder Woman crossover. They're they're talking about DC is doing the same thing as Marvel. Uh, or they're trying to. They're trying to start their own little uh, universe. Well, they've already got their own little universe, but they're trying to put it on screen. 
with all with all their yeah, big characters. I, I think Superman's yeah. a solid movie that, that they have that to build on. The Dark Knight stuff is as good as it gets. You know, I think the Dark Knight movies are typically as good as you know Guardians of the Galaxy or anything Marvel puts out. You know, the Batman stuff is first class. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, it might have peaked with Heath Ledger's Joker, but it's still really good. And yeah, they, they got something to build on there. Yeah, I I would watch the Flash movie. I would I would watch a good Green Lantern movie. I didn't care for the last one at all. It was pretty lame. No kidding. Um, and uh, who else? Who else? Oh, Wonder Woman. I, I'm I'm interested in a Wonder Woman movie because Wonder Woman is super strong. Like like some people are aren't too familiar with her powers. She's Superman Junior. Like she's very fucking strong, and she's got some like she's got like the lasso that makes people tell the truth and uh she's got these wristbands that are like super indestructible on a fucking sword she was on a tv show when i was a kid and it, and she was lame in it you know yeah. like basically all she could do is deflect bullets and otherwise she was just a semi-athletic girl mm-hmm. um and she had a lasso and a jet but like like uh, i don't know i have good transportation and I can make people <laughs> tell the truth. Regular people have lassos and jets. <laughs> I like, know, like, <laughs> you know, I have access to jets. I can just buy a ticket. Like, it doesn't make me a superhero. Um, Hers is invisible. That's, I, I get that, but you know, really, visibility is not a problem. I have when I take jets places. <laughs> like, You're not if, a superhero. I, I guess, but I mean, like, if she was traveling on a regular jet, I, like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe people would find her in the air. I'm not sure. But I've never had a need or a desire for an invisible jet. Hell, I don't, I don't want an invisible car. Never find that shit. I'd probably come up with a system. Like pylon or something. Huh. You guys want to call it a wrap? I think so. Yeah, Wild I card. I, uh, I definitely enjoyed this episode. Halloween was yeah. fun. Halloween episode. A spooky episode for you. Yeah. Hmm. Happy, happy, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. All right. Enjoy your candy. <laughs>